I love a fat vagina. Have <laughs> all the seeds you want, you dumb bitch. With an F on your dick. Take you and your weird balls and get out of here. Fill me full of that ectoplasm. Hey, Jesus can't protect you forever. Hey, welcome back, dabblers. Huh. Oh, we're back again with another episode. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, we just want to do a quick reminder to let you know, hey, if you can go on and rate us on Apple's podcasting system, give us a rating, a comment, that'd be great. It helps out with the algorithm so more people can learn about this. Yep. And it lets us know that, you know, you guys like the shows. I mean, we can see that you guys listen. I can see them. I'm watching you. Yeah. I don't I do not do any of the that stuff. Uh, you do all the numbers stuff. Yeah, all the stats. And you've seen all the numbers of the people, and you're like... Which is awesome. We're growing. It's it's fun. Give us a click. Give us a give us a little a little click. A little wave. Yeah. Any you know. It helps us out. It takes you two seconds to go do it. And also we love when you guys leave comments and stuff. If it's not on the actual, you know, platform, that's fine. Go to Facebook. We like to hear your messages. Matter of fact, we have so many requests now. I have to first say to you guys, thanks so much and also Hello. Sorry if you haven't heard yours yet. It takes a while for us to research and get these mm-hmm. episodes recorded and then we might not do it. Now fuck you. Well we have like I said, like over a hundred requests easily. So yeah, think, I'll do you. I think you're more committed to doing the dabblers. Yeah. And I'm more into like just looking at them. I care about them. You just like to look at their names. You solely it a little bit. Actually it's it's beautiful what you do. I'm sorry. It's beautiful in its own way. Yeah. It has a it has a certain beauty to it. It's one could almost call it art. I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually alone in my garage mm-hmm. on my phone. Um, I have mice in my garage now, so it's me and them. Nice. And nice I and friends. Splooge all over the wall where the mice live, mm-hmm. and when you add together the, all of that, it's really a, a <laughs> magical time. Not everyone will call it art, but we we will. I do. Look at my Instagram. All my pictures of that shit. <laughs> <Gross. laughs> just semen-covered mice. Ah, oh, yeah. Poor mice. I think that's animal abuse. Is that like a felony? I don't know. Because when I put up traps and kill them, nobody gives a fuck. But then I splooge on them, <laughs> and then people get upset. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like that's the fucking what line. The fuck, man. Kill them, fine. End their life, but pff, fuck, leave them out of that. I don't know. I just like watching when they're like. Let me yeah. <laughs> so gross. Ew. This got started off pretty uh pretty strange. With a with a bam. Yeah, with a serious bam. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ma'am, for listening to the show. Yep. Wh- whoever you are. Yeah. I saw your name. The mice got fed. Speaking of names. The world keeps my uh What's your name? My name is Pippi Long Clitoris. Mm-hmm. What do you okay? What do you what are you best known for, Pippi? Long clitoris. There's a series of books, I think. <laughs> I don't recommend looking into them. <laughs> but she's really known for. I am really known for braiding. My clitoris. Braiding it? That's that long. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I thought long, I was not thinking comically long. No offense. Oh, it's com. It's yeah, medically, comically long. Can the, you like? Pull it tight and play it like a string, like ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's like that song, when your clitoris hangs low, does it wobble to and fro? As you pull and stretch it to get different notes. Yep. When it flaps in the wind. Oh, man. That's that's gross. It's a different kind of life. It's a different kind of life. For sure. Well, I am Doubting Thomas. 
Hey, Doubting Thomas. I am the Doubting... Like, whenever you hear that phrase, it's... Aren't you Jesus' brother? That's the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't know everything, so you gotta... Gotta, gotta be doubt, wary of... Gotta doubt some shit. Alternative facts. Ugh, there's so much fake... There's fake guys with, you know, wounds in their hands. I don't believe you. And you have to... Yeah, you have to go check it out. Oh. The world is full of that fake stuff. I'm not sure about this. Yeah. Downing Thomas has spoken. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the show. Yeah. No, program. Yeah, fuck me. What the fuck, dude? I don't know. You know, you think we'd get it right I one don't... episode. I don't think we've been doing this long enough for me to... I don't know what's going on. I love that my wife hates that we do that. Did I ever tell you that? I think she's mentioned that to me, yeah. She and I was like, you too. I was like, yeah, we're going to keep doing it then. She, the way she said it to me, she's like, are you guys going to say show, no, program every episode? And I was like, mm-hmm. She's like, I was yeah. like, why, do you not like it? She's like, no. And I was like, I'm going to do it even harder. Uh, dear, that's the plan now. This is for you, wife. It wasn't the plan until we knew that, which is the worst. The yeah. last thing you want to podcast is people who intentionally are annoying. Yeah, I don't that's know. what I do this for. I'm not. If we get more listeners, fine. But if I can annoy my wife a little bit while I oh Christ, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love her though. She knows that. So for our fun fact, yeah, fact this. Here's something interesting. Now, I've heard many different terms used for this. When you're leaving a party mm-hmm. without saying anything to anybody, you're just gonna ghost out. It's just the perfect way to go. What's a what's a pretty common term that we use here in America? Ghost. Typically, ghost is one. Might be newer, I think. I've heard this one. Ghost out. Ghost out is is very common. I've heard many times people say the Irish goodbye, which which means just to leave without saying anything. I guess I don't know why it's called the Irish goodbye. We all know the Irish do that. I guess it's sure. But I found out that apparently in uh, some parts of England they'll they'll say something similar when they're leaving without saying goodbye, but they call it the French exit, right. which right. is kind of strange. Right. And I looked into it further and found out that in France they call it a partir à la anglaise, uh-huh. which is to leave like the English. Fuck. So everybody <laughs> is leaving without saying goodbye, and when they do this, they call it some other country. I like that fucking guy. Yeah. Do you think that's a thing in like uh, Asia, where they're like, like I'm gonna do a China, a Chinaman exit? That's what they say in Korea. In Korea and Japan. Yeah, and then in Japan they're like, I'm, pull, I'm, I'm pulling a Vietnam right now. A Vietnam. Yeah, I'm gonna. He be pulled a Vietnam and he even say goodbye. Dick. Which is weird. So is, is it race based? I don't understand. Is it just a fun thing that everybody has their own term that's similar? Those dudes fucking hate each other. Which ones? All of them. English, think. Irish, French. Yeah. Yeah. That's at least my understanding. You know, I always thought, and I mean, this is true. I always thought everybody hated America and Americans, which I'm pretty sure is accurate. Yeah. But at the same time, I've learned that everybody just kind of hates everybody. I was kind of like, oh, man, everybody hates me because I'm American. And I they'd probably deserve it, but I don't know why. And yeah. then I hear that, yeah, pretty much everyone just hates everybody. That's weird. Well. So here's my love to all you guys rather than spreading hate. Oh, I love you guys. Oh, Thomas loves everyone. Oh, well, maybe I'm not so sure. I don't know. Eh, think it over. I'm doubting it now. Uh, you need to walk up to every race and check them for mortal wounds, and say, "Did you really come back to life for three days?" 
After three days, that is. I definitely don't. Uh, it's not. It's not him. I don't think it's him, guys. Uh, I saw him die. I'm doubtful right now. Mm-hmm. I am doubtful. If I were to use the adjective right now, mm-hmm. doubtful would be one. Well, yeah, the primary one. If if you say if I was one of the seven dwarves, just call me doubtful. R- right now is how that's how I'm feeling. Yeah, which is fun because uh, my god. Uh, Jeffrey the Giraffe is coming back. I'm also doubtful of that. That's fine. When he comes back and his body is full of plushy wounds, I invite you to inspect them. I'll check him out, but I don't think it's... Well, so... I'm going to be sucking is there a his doubtful blood the whole time. Dwarf? I don't think so. Oh. Well, uh, if, there's a doubtful, if there's a doubtful Ninja Turtle on that one. Yeah. Um, Donatello. Donatello. That's okay. Yeah. Or Raph. In certain situations, oh, oh, you don't want to be Raphael. I want to be Raphael, but I, he's not that doubtful. I don't know. I, he's just a very emotional, so I think sometimes he'd be like, "I don't know, guys." Donatello's more logical. Yeah, like, but he's got a doubt stuff. He's sense. like science. He's like, "I don't know about this. I got to test it." And Mikey doesn't give a fuck what's going on. Mikey just laughs. He just jumps in. Leonardo's is just a tool. Who the fuck are we learning about today? What the hell? Uh, Wangari Mathai, or Wengari, Wangari. Is you? I looked up the pronunciation, but it's in fucking Kenya. Oh, we're well. We're learning about someone from Kenya. This is the first people time in Africa. Woo, bitches! We've done people who visited Africa, but never sure. from Africa. That's yeah. cool. A lot, a lot of people visit. Well, I mean, when I say visit, I mean, they were, you know, going to war and stuff. So. Actually conquering it. <laughs> yeah, not so great. Yeah. We've touched on it many times, actually. Uh, a lot of the war people, actually. Yeah. Winston Churchill and uh, Patton had some big times there. Uh, yeah. Ike. And Ike. Well, I mean, he at least was part of Operation Torch in He's some around. way. He's around. Uh, Gandhi was there briefly. Yeah, Gandhi went down there. That's where he got his first idea to uh, start doing a passive resistance. People I- admit that Africa exists, but you don't know too much about the folks there. I don't. They're I don't just, know anything. They're just fucking there. Yeah. Well, let's fucking learn. I don't know anything it's about Africa. Crazy. After I did the research, is like Kenya is like equatorial. It's on the e- equator. Oh, it is. Yeah, like re- the equator is like. Does that mean it's warm? Right. It's warm. Oh yeah, it never it never gets below like fifty. 60. Oh, that sounds nice. Well, and that's even where she's from. Wangari is like mountainous, so it would get yeah fifty. But I bet when you get down in the valleys, you're never going below seventy. Oh yeah, that's good. That's that's the place. Because <sighs> we are reporting live from balmy, sunny Salt Lake City. I hate this place. It is not terrible outside at all. It's, it's not too cold. Oh my god. And. Uh, it smells of Mormons. It does smell of Mormons. Which, I mean, is not Desperation. A, yeah. It's not a bad smell, but it smells like Mormons. I don't know. Lots it's of a, wives. It's an upsetting smell. You're like, Ugh. Yeah. You just, you just want to have a meeting with me where you can ask me about my masturbation habits. That's <laughs> they you, do that, yeah. That's what you want with your suits. You know, that's the sick part of it, really. They're the weirdos, not me. It, right? Because... That bishop is jerking off, but it's in some weird situation where his wife thinks, he doesn't do that. And then he's like thinking about, remember that time when that 14-year-old told me about his masturbation? Oh, that's what I'm thinking about right now to get off. That's terrible. So he's thinking about the 14-year-old boy's 14-year-old girlfriend that he told him about. Yeah. Because that's 
That's your religious leader. Good job. Way to fucking go. See? Smells way too much like Mormons here. It's just overwhelming. We're not bitter. And that, No, not at all. We're not mad. I feel fine. At all. That I gave them my money. I don't know how I feel about this, actually. I'm a little bit doubting. I don't know. You're doubting that the church are perverts? No, You're... that's that's for sure. <laughs> Even <laughs> there's that. A, there's like, some things that... Some things are obvious. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we actually had the worst air in the country yesterday. I, well, I mean, I say I saw it, but I couldn't see very far because of it, so... Nope. I smelled it all day, and I felt nauseous. Mm-hmm. And then it rained, and the rain didn't push it out, and so now we're just in a soup... Just sitting in it. Of carcinogens and Mormons. It's the worst. Welcome to People Time! People Time! So wait, how do you say the uh, person's name again? I'm sorry. When Wangari Mathai. Wangari's the first name. Mm-hmm. Mathai. And Wangari is female? Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. Oh. She is from Kenya. Okay, okay. Uh, when was she born? April 1st, 1940. Okay, 1940s. Okay, so World War II is broken out already in yep. Europe and... Yeah. We've got a whole bunch of different people during this time frame that are around kicking it like, uh, well, we got Jack Parsons um, was just working on some explosive shit and fucking his mom. We've got a... Uh, With the dog. Jonas Salk, who's currently right now working on the uh, vaccine for polio. Bubbles. He's in a lab with bubbles. Hedy Lamar's mm, acting career's not going super great at the moment. It's starting to go downhill. She still looks good, though. And she's still a genius. Still brilliant. So, yeah, we got a bunch of stuff. I think uh, Ghani's just died. Yeah, yeah, he just died. Um, a lot of other people exist. Mm-hmm. Other, I mean, they're not as important because they're not on our episodes, but the ones that we did on our episodes. Yeah, um, maybe we'll talk about them later. Maybe. We'll see. Doubt it, losers. I doubt it, too. Only fucking cool people are on this show. Because I doubt stuff. Yeah, you doubt stuff. I have a freakishly long clitoris, and then there's also historical people. I don't believe it. Let me see it. I haven't seen, I don't... Honestly, it's so I long it comes do. out of the bottom of my pant legs. Oh my god, you're right. It's right there. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm pink and fleshy. Wish I didn't see it, actually, now. I've come to... I've, you know, I've learned I've learned to live with it. Learned to live with it. Is this sexist? I hope not. The long clitoris? I don't know. No. Well, we do penis jokes. We can do clitoris jokes. Everybody's free game. I don't think that there's, like... A stereotype about having a long clit. Like, do you think girls make fun of each other? Like, <laughs> your clit's fat. You have a fat vagina. I don't think that's a thing. It'd be awesome if they did. They should. That's what we do. Well, all growing up, junior high and high school, you get told what a small dick you have. Yeah. That's it. Even, By people who haven't seen it. Even if you don't. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't even matter. And that, But women, they get they slide out of that. That's not fair. They should be told. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, your vagina's fat. <laughs> your, your clit's too long. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but or you can make a joke like, "I hope your boyfriend doesn't go down on you after he had lunch because he's too full. He can't fit it all in, etc." When he goes down on you, he goes way down because it it's so long it keeps going. So he has to go. He's on the yeah, he's on the floor. Mm. So wait, here's some good jokes that you guys should be using. No, Take them, use them. You can have them. No one's told these jokes. We are in, literally inventing them. Hey. <laughs> Fat vagina bitches. (laughs) I love a fat vagina. Nice. Well, uh, let's talk about a heroic person now. All right, cool. So, Wangari is the first person that we've done from Africa, but also I think the first... uh, She's an environmentalist activist lady. I like this. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of her life is like 
people telling her, "You woman, you shut up." So yeah, pretty normal, I guess. Pretty even, normal, even today. Yeah, but especially back in the forties. And it's, uh, unfortunately, especially in Kenya, I can't speak for all of Africa, but they have a, a cultural standing where women are like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah, I don't know a lot about Africa, so I have a lot of questions. That's great. I can answer some of them. Don't they do like media? mutilation and shit yeah mutilation they do female genital mutilation yeah so um, you would <laughs> you might benefit or not and depends I on what you like about that did not make that correlation before <laughs> i picked that name and now i don't feel great about it mm, yeah it's not mutilation if it's so freakishly long i cut part of it off to have like a regular life though that's different than what happens in real life which is bad yeah that's not good no it's not it's not it's not i don't think it's, don't think it's even voluntary from my understanding no but. it's not voluntary because it's like, it's way worse than circumcision for I was going to say, because like some people are all for that. Sometimes even in their adult life. Which, no. But. No for the adult life or no for getting it at all? Wait, are you circumcised? I am. Oh, okay. I think as an adult, don't cut your dick. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. That's weird. Oh, I have to do that. But it's different. You have to cut. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, you're cutting your ball sack. I'm ending my history mm-hmm. with just me. There will be no more Doubting Thomases. Nope. Word that I wasn't sure if I should or not, so I was like, <laughs> better not. I don't know. Better just not. You know, my, my brother had it done, and I told him, just just come in a in a jar, put it in the freezer, and then if you ever you change your mind, there you go. Plan I don't B. know if that works out super well, but yeah. Sure. I, I got to watch him uh, walk around, and it was, it was humorous. I can only laugh so much, though, because I know it's going to be me soon, so... Yeah, sounds like your procedure is actually going to be more terrible, so have fun with that. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Danny Thomas is getting his ball sack cut open. Mm-hmm, but it's uh, it's going to be fine. I doubt that. I'm the doubting... <laughs> <laughs> I'm doubting Thomas, hey. I'm, I'm the doubting clitoris now. Okay. The doubting so, clitoris says. <clears throat> so, Wangari... What was I saying? First African person, first environmentalist, very inspirational, maybe not the greatest topic for us, but we're just going to say it anyway. And Africa has a lot of cultural and historical shit that I'll add as it helps, but yeah, there's a lot, man. It's like a whole fucking continent that most of the world just ignores. Which is weird. Yeah, and I don't know much about it. I like, I'm like the rest of the world, so I don't know. We'll ignore some of the parts because we just don't know. But we'll teach you the stuff we do. I'd like to know. Yeah. I just I dropped out of college. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Same Z's. I don't know. It's fucking Christ. I, well, I was going to say, um, I don't know where people time stands on environmentalism. It's pretty, uh, it's almost standard now for our generation to be like, you have to recycle. You have to yeah. drive a low mileage car. So. Yeah. And if you're disagreeing, okay, boomer. More or less. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not a boomer, but I, I'm over it now. So. Uh, you're not a boomer. No, I'm like... Oh. Gen X or some shit. Let the motherfucker burn. That's that's where I'm at. <laughs> oh, with I env- see. With environmental. I don't know what that generation is. <laughs> I think that's just me. <laughs> oh, okay. In my garage, like, let's just let it it's burn. a very small generation. Is the like the minute you were born, the second. Yeah, just... Yeah. Let the fucker burn. Let, let the motherfucker burn. Some days I'm on that, but it's mostly burn, like... Burn, motherfucker! Burn. Oh yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't get um, I, I've never heard of her at all. So this is all new I don't to know, me. Uh, <clears throat> how well known she is. 
Um, so did you come across this yourself? Did, was this a request? How did you even... No, I just found her online. Nice. Yeah, I think I Googled important African people, maybe. It's a good Google search. Yeah. Nice. And she came up. Well, uh, yeah, she was born in 1940. Her parents' names, I'm going to fuck up. Her dad's name is uh, Mita Najugi. <clears throat> and her mom's name is Wanjiro Lydia Kibichu. I like that Lydia's in there, just right in the middle there. Like, yeah, Lydia. That's actually not even her name. She went by Lydia. Oh, really? Which is fun. That's cool. And we are talking up in the hills, rural uh, Kenya. So mountainy, you said. Very mountainous. Lots of mountains, lots of trees. Very green. Oh, very, cool. Very moist. It's not what I think of when I think of Africa, so yeah. She talks a lot about how fertile the Kenyan soil was when she was growing up there. And then I take it, this is maybe the... Doesn't stay that way. The reason why she might have had to... Uh, mm-hmm. Get all environmental on people's asses. Bam! Okay. Save the world. Wangari says. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. I think Wangari said that too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Around the same time, I was like, eh, just let it burn. Mm. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Let it. Let, you know what? Probably not going to happen to me. Probably like my friend's kids. We'll just let them burn. That's why yeah, I'm not having kids. Yeah. Oh, I'll be dead. Yeah, you're definitely not. Yeah. I'll be dead by then. I don't give a fuck what happens. So she's born in a small village called uh, Ith. It's in South. That's south. not a full name. That's just it. The, you stopped halfway through. There's more letters in it, but it's it's pronounced like Ith. <laughs> Is there like two I's in there? Yeah. Is it's, there really? It's I-H-I-T-H-E. It's like Ith. Ith. Mm. Sounds French. <laughs> kind of does. Like, did you just give up at the end? But it's just south of Mount Kenya, which kind of reminded me of uh, Jengis's best friend, the mountain. Oh, right, right. Is she friends with this mountain? Not her, but in Kenya, there is Mount Kenya, which is like the second biggest mountain in Africa. Hmm. And everybody in Kenya like points their houses towards it. And they're like, oh, our favorite mountain. They point their houses towards it? They did. That was like their traditional tribal thing to do. Oh, that's kind of... Every house pointed towards Mount Kenya. Hmm. The doorway. Weird. Yeah. Like, cool, but also... And the same, like, you know, our gods live there kind of thing that humans always do. All right. So she's kind of obsessed with this mountain. Well, that's good. I guess you gotta be obsessed with something. But, um, let's... See, they are peasant farmers. You know, they have farms and like goats. Well, yeah, well, animals are in Africa. This is how bad I am. You know what I think of when I think of Africa? I'm like, look out for the lions, cheetahs, and snakes. Uh-oh. Um, There are, yeah. And it's greener. I also think of desert when I think of pretty much all of Africa, which <laughs> I'm know, pretty right? sure is not the case. But uh-uh. if someone says Africa, I'm like, cool, a really hot desert. Well, it's crazy, like... Half of, like, the equator runs through half of Africa. So if you go all the way up to the top, it's pretty deserted, you know? You got Egypt in the desert. And you go in the middle, you got, like, the Congo. Which is jungly, right? Jungles, big, thick jungles. And Kenya, which is not jungly so much as just, like, big forests. Hmm. And then you go south, and it's actually more temperate, like, kind of like America. It snows and shit down there. Oh, weird. Yeah, I don't think, well, I don't do Africa, man. It's like a whole place. <laughs> it's it's like a 
It's like a whole thing. It takes up a lot of uh, the Earth. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. Hmm. I think that's the percentage of the Earth Jengis took over. Oh, really? It's the size of Africa. That's a lot of... Uh, it's on a place. A lot of acreage to rape. <laughs> yeah. A lot of raping an acre full of women. Yeah. Just in their, in their big, fat vaginas. Well, they are part of the uh, Kikuyu tribe. Uh, another thing about Africa, especially most, well, most places, there are traditional tribes. Is that still the case today? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, have you heard about, like, Hotel Rwanda? No, what is that? It's awful. It's where one tribe tried to commit genocide against another tribe in Rwanda. Hmm. But, uh, tribal, like, you're from this tribe and you're from this tribe, that still happens in Africa. Does it mean anything? Is it just like kind of like a, what's your sign? Oh, you're a cancer? They're oh, your tribe? No. Or is it more? It's like, these are my people. Sometimes it's like deep, like racist, like we don't associate with them shit. And then other times it's just more like. Yeah, we have that today in other ways. Know, the hoo tribe is good at math and the other tribe is good at sewing. And you're like, okay. Yeah. And usually they do have certain things. There are some tribes that are like they uh, herders and some that are farmers. And we do the same thing, right? How much sure. money do you got? What's your job? More or less, yeah. Okay. But in America, most people don't really know their ancestry too much. They're just vague. I'm like, I'm white. Yeah. I think I'm Irish. Yeah, yeah. probably. That's it. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. So over there, they actually know, like, I don't know, tribes. I don't know how the fuck you can tell the difference. I mean, you know. Are you saying they all look the same? <laughs> You said that. I didn't say that. It just, I, I was, I, I wasn't I saying, I was just asking if you. No, I didn't say it. You said it. Oh. I didn't say it. To be honest with you, I think all white people look the same, so. We're in deep water here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's part of the Kikiyu tribe. They're farmers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they live on a native reserve, which I'm saying because, can you guess who owns the colony of Kenya in 1940? The Kenyanese. No, England. Definitely. It is. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. So the Brits also have a colonial situation there. I mean, they always do, right? It's not on, it's not on purpose that this keeps coming up. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. Well, they fought a war down there, like, back in the early 1900s. Yeah. Well, I think it's more on the southern side, but all over, too. Sure. Yeah, I think most big countries in Europe wanted a piece of Africa. Yeah. Like, oh, it's fertile. And the Boers did not want that to happen, so they... Fuck they, no. Yeah, they had to fight back. Kia! I'll get you with my Boer! Yeah. Yeah, I'll shove my Boer in your ass! Oh. White, white people! Hmm. Still, still not figured out over there, I don't think. But Kenya did en- eventually get their, uh... They got their independence? Yeah, they kicked England out in the 60s. Oh, nice. So not, not where we're at now with your story. Yeah, so when she's born and young, it is under colonial British rule. Okay. And these uh, these native tribes have to live in reserves the way that we push natives into reserves over here. Terrible, okay. A little different because they weren't committing genocide against them. They were just like, hey, we want the nice places, so you go where we don't want, we don't want the stuff. Yeah. Shitty. Go. Just go. And uh, fun fact is that the British actually gave land in Kenya to their World War II veterans for saying thanks. So after their veterans came home, 
they gave them plots of land in Kenya because the f- soil was fertile and it was really nice weather. Oh, okay. And they just built mansions and shit there. Like, um, we took this from other people. You can have it. Yeah. Good job. They didn't ask the Kenyans, and many Kenyans fought in World War II for the Brits. They were not given the same offer. That's a bummer. Just to, just to put that out there. They're like, uh, do we get some nice land in England, maybe? <laughs> if you want it, it sucks up here. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it snows and stuff. Like, oh, never mind. It's cold and smoggy and gross. Everybody looks like they're on a diet of semen. What? A steady diet of semen. English people look fantastic. You are what you eat. You look like semen. Hey, me too. <laughs> you know, I eat a lot of semen. Yeah, that's weird. Is it weird? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I'm doubting it now. You're so white. So, um, she uh, the primary resource for this is her memoir. So it's a lot of her personal stories. Oh, that's cool. We don't have a whole lot of those, it no. seems like. A lot of people don't end up writing memoirs, or at least ones you can't trust. Yeah. And I double-checked her bigger facts, so I'm like, ah, I don't think she's a liar. Cool. But a lot of her personal anecdotes are fun. She had one where she said that in the Kikiyu tribe's uh, tradition, when you are a newborn baby before breastfeeding, they give you a mixture of uh, bananas and sugar cane and lamb and, like, mix it up. That sounds good. So that's a delicious first meal. Yeah. That's, like, your first meal, and then you go yeah. afterwards, you breastfeed. Okay. Then they go, yeah. Where they're like, we need you to get a taste of the real shit first. So you're like, fuck, bananas? This is awesome. Maybe I'll get some more of that. And then they don't. But milk's still good, I guess. Yeah, and then they just get milk for several months. And I'm like, what happened to the cool, like, the banana shit? <laughs> <laughs> this milk is fine, I guess. It's kind of <laughs> weird. Um, but due to the English occupation a lot, Christianity was mixing with their traditional African uh, religion. Spreading like cancer. Yes. Christianity motherfuckers come come into your door to be like hello uh would you like some spiritual carcinogens like shove it up your ass mm. and her parents were converted christians so that's kind of what she did uh they moved away from their small village uh they kind of moved around a little bit not gonna add too much into that but they ended up on a british guy's farm uh named uh nyland I think his name was, that his dad worked for and farmed for the British guy. And then the British guy in exchange gave him a plot of land to be like, you can build a house here and have your own farm. It's kind of like sharecropping. Yeah, it doesn't sound very good. It's fine, I guess. Nylon mm. sounds nice. She had nice things to say about him. But it is still more like a white guy comes in and is like, work for me. I'm letting you have your own land. So. Work on mine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's what the Wingari family did. Um, Wingaria Leviosa. That's kind of what it sounds like. Kind of. <laughs> she's unfortunately not, not that I could see she's not a witch. Bummer. Or a wizard. That's all right. Are they called witches when they're a female in that, mm-hmm. in Harry Potter? I think so. I couldn't see anybody calling Hermione a witch. Just seems like she'd be mad. Yeah. It's got a bad, it's got a negative kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It rhymes too much with uh, switch. Kitch. Kit. That's right. Cuntish. Ditch. That's what <laughs> yeah, it, cuntish. It yeah. rhymes with cuntish. <laughs> Witch and cuntish. Yeah, Hermione would be mad about that. She'd mm. put some fucking spell on you. Like a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, uh, her her dad is also a polygamist. He actually has four wives and like 20 kids. So is this she, normal? Yeah. 
It is? Typical for that tribe and region. Oh, Christian. Are they Mormon? <laughs> I don't know if the Mormons made it that far. <laughs> Could you imagine those silly little 19-year-olds in their suits trying to work their way through fucking Africa? Mm. They're yeah. silly. They're just silly. Um, She seemed like she had a nice childhood, lots of playing with the dirt and the farm. And uh, she, eventually she went to school. It was colonial schools, so she learned a lot of shit. Um, they're always run by Catholic churches, so she sort of really into Christianity and speaks English, speaks Italian, because they're usually run by Italian nuns, these places. That's weird. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in Africa I did not know about already. Hey, people time. People time. Ba-bam. Uh, her mom gave her a plot of land, 15 square feet. And she was like, you can do whatever you want with this land. And so she learned how to garden there. And she has very many poetic and inspirational things to say about her time learning to garden. Oh, okay. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know. You ever read like Walden by Thoreau? He get, no. He gets super up his ass about the beauty of gardening. She kind of does that too, where she just stares at the plants. And is like, wow, it's, She's like, it's magical. Tomato, tomato, what's in the name? Mm-hmm. Because she... Yep. I don't know if they grew tomatoes. She never mentioned that. <sighs> Usually beans. Potato. She does grow potatoes. If you potato, potato. <laughs> what's in the name? Wengari, you <sighs> saucy bitch. <laughs> well, uh, she a lot of her. I just recommend reading her memoir. It's really well written, especially the the first half is very. Uh, she fucking loves nature, and she talks a lot about how great the soil and the weather and the fresh food is in her early life. And um, the more I think about that, like, because that's where people, humans, come from, as far as we could tell, is that sort of equatorial right, right, right. part of the world. I think that's where we fucked up is when we left, because it's like beautiful weather, beautiful soil. As long as we don't get the itch to leave, we should have just stayed there. I was thinking that. Yeah. I just wish that I just want to live in Kenya that's all I'm saying and have four wives See, I thought it was like kind of a, supposed to be a, a scary place to live there are parts of it yeah hmm. yeah so I, mean, I guess that's how some people feel about America they're like there's guns everywhere people just shooting each other it's a scary place to live right they're huh. not they're not totally wrong yeah it is kind of scary <laughs> I had a an Uber driver who was taking me home the other night and he said that he has some college age kids who he said he might rent a house for in our neighborhood because it's cheap. And I was like, I recommend it. And he's like, I've heard bad things, though. I'm like, well, if you're not in a gang, you'll be fine. Yeah. If you don't mess with a gang, you'll be okay. Uh, as long as your kids don't do drugs. Uh, there was that guy that killed that girl, so if they don't interact with strangers, they'll be fine. Yeah. And half the ride, I was just explaining that our neighborhood is actually pretty scary, but... We're don't, okay. Don't be a pussy. It's fine. Yeah. You're fine. Well, that's Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, okay. I guess I could live there. I mean, I live here. Yeah, it's the same. Well, except that it's not, the weather's much better. Yeah. I was actually just talking to someone about that, about the guy who killed that girl recently in a couple blocks from our house. Uh, I don't even want to say his name. Well, you were reading what? Yeah, it got brought up at work. Someone was talking about it. Cause I, yeah. Because I've been in the guy's, I've been in the same vicinity of that guy for like the last almost five years. Yeah, I heard he worked there. 
He worked in, he worked at my job. He lived in the apartment complex I used to live in when me and Melissa first were Yeah, he moved did. Out. Right across from that park. The park is where he yeah, met up with her. That's where we took our dogs all the time to go hang out. I mean, I never saw the guy, obviously. So No, but then he killed a girl like blocks away. Yeah, like three or four. It's fucking weird. So I'm psyched that they, they caught him, man. I mean Yeah, they did a good job. The uh, way cops. that the way that he did her he was stiff he would have done it again for sure oh yeah they fucking wrote a book about how he wanted basically he wanted to burn people yeah weird shit man anyways another go off topic yeah there's murders in our neighborhood um she had a cool story that kind of comes up a little bit later where her mother when she was collecting firewood her mom was like never take firewood off of a fig tree just don't cut fig trees oh wait, wait why her mom told her it's because it's god's tree and that it creates water that's hilarious. You know why? Huh. My favorite scripture ever is Jesus is walking around from one town, you know, and already the fig tree. That's the best fucking Tell, scripture. Doubting Thomas, you're the man. Tell us the story. Yeah, I said, uh, it's been a minute since I've actually read the whole thing. But so uh, uh, Jesus is wandering from one town to the next. As homeless people do. And he's hungry and he sees a fig tree in the distance. And so he gets really excited. He's like, ooh, fucking, I'm going to go get me some figs. And he goes over to the fig tree, but it's right. out of season. It's not growing anything. And he gets mad and he curses it. So that it can no longer grow figs ever again. And then he walks away. And this is noted by his apostles. Whoever. I don't remember which one. And it's so funny to me on so many levels. Because one, it was out of season. So the fig trees fall. And he's getting yeah, all it's mad. Like, it's like winter in the Middle East. Yeah. It's just not going to flower, dude. And then my favorite thing is he has the power to be able to make it so that way nobody <laughs> else can, you know, it can't grow any more figs. Get revenge on a fucking tree. He couldn't fucking make it so it could grow. And then on top of that... What's the next wanderer when it's actually in season? They're like, oh, a fig tree. They're going to go like, why isn't this big? Have, why doesn't this tree have any figs? And somewhere, Jesus is just laughing hysterically. Yeah, the whole <laughs> scripture doesn't make any sense. I mean, none of them do, but anyways. Well, I never... What's the metaphor? I don't think it's supposed to be a metaphor. I think it's supposed to be like... No one talks about this one, this scripture. It's supposed to be them wandering around. I don't think it's supposed to be like an allegory. But why or would they keep that in there? It shows that their merciful God is vindictive. He's an idiot. <laughs> And a, and a dick. And yeah, they, they showed earlier that he can make food out of air. Why don't you just be like, make figs? Maybe it's because it's all bullshit and he was just tricking people. And sometimes it worked and sometimes eh, not so much. I have no idea what the metaphor is there. But in real life, not not fake guy life. Yeah. Uh, she said that at, when she was a kid, she's like, sure, it's God's tree. Okay. I just won't fuck with it because mom said it. so. Later, when she became uh, an educated uh, science-type person, she learned that the African fig trees actually do create streams. What? So their roots are so deep and thick that they tap into natural aquifers, and the water comes up the the uh, roots and sprouts fresh streams. That's badass. So she's like, I don't know how my mom knew that or where the tradition came from, but ancient people realized... Near fig trees, there's streams. And when you kill the fig tree, there's no more streams. So we stopped fucking with the tree. That's cool. And uh, she was like, wow, that's just sort of weird that that's the yeah. case. And I, like, I was like, I thought my mom was just being a wacko. That's cool as shit, though. I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I had to write that down because I'm like, that was weird. Yeah. Um, when, uh, when she was 12, her mom sent her to go to the Cecilia Catholic School for Girls. More Italian nuns. And she fully converted to Christianity. These like the nuns that like smack your knuckles and shit, make you say all those weird, like she, 
prayers and stuff. Probably. She, she didn't say anything about violence, but I think that's pretty standard for those bitches. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Jesus loves you, whack! Right? Like... Yeah. They don't get laid their whole lives. Yeah. They think they're married to a guy who's, yeah. like, died. And he's, like, three people. And he's three people. I mean, their lives are fucking weird. I'd hit a kid, too. <laughs> <laughs> to them, they're like, this is our way of getting a... So, so in our culture, we have guys that, you know, marry multiple women. Well, I'm married to a guy who's multiple guys. Uh-huh. What up now? I can hit, I can beat all the children I want. Yeah. Do you know who I'm married to? Smack. To the Lord. That's not who you're married to. You're married to no one. Because you're a fucking kid. Yeah. And when you get older, you're probably going to just marry another ugly human. Mm. I married a god, bitch. Who are you? I'm going to smack you in the face. That's how that's how nuns talk. Yeah. Yeah. They got, a, they got a bad mouth. Do you know what I think about when I think about nuns? And I, I hate that I'm saying this out loud. I'd like to hear. How big is their bush? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think about. How often do you think about this? Like anytime someone brings up a nun or just like... You know, once a month, you're like, nuns. Huh? Yeah, like pretty much any time. <laughs> I mean, they're not getting attention down there. You know? Like, Who are they trying to show off for? Yeah, nobody. I bet they don't so, even admit that they have vaginas. Yeah, probably not. So it's just a fucking jungle. Ew, dude. Yeah. Welcome to my brain. And they're long clitoris they can not find because of all the... <laughs> even though it might be extraordinarily long, they can't find it. <laughs> It's like a long clitoris in a haystack. <laughs> <laughs> Can you find it? Uh. I don't think so. Flap, flap, flap. Um, well, around this time when she's a teenager, I won't go too much into this, but there is a pretty important part in Kenyan history now in the 50s called Mau Mau, which is M-A-U-M-A-U. Okay. Mau Mau is where uh, you, you have... There's this guy named Jomo Kenyatta. And I really thought you were going to say his name was Mau Mau, which made... I was like, okay, that makes sense. But that would have no. been badass, actually. Oh, yeah. So there's this fucking cool uh, Mau Mau. Mau Mau. He, he like drives a around a cartoon name. car. Yeah. <laughs> and he flies around. He's like, hey, Kenya. Like, Mau Mau. Hey, Mau Mau's here. Yeah. I'm going to save Kenya. No, it's actually Jomo Kenyatta who ends up being the first president of Kenya. And he actually ends up being the guy... Who helps liberate Kenya from the Brits? Oh, nice! And Mau Mau is where Jomo essentially convinces a large group of people to say "fuck you" to the British and start fighting them. Seems like that's what everybody gets to at some point. I mean, you can't hold people down forever. It's weird that they were like they basically are on a, an island and then they took over a lot of a lot of land that's not on their island. Do you think it's because they're just jealous that everyone else has a continent and they're an island? Mm. They apparently are able to do it, though, so, well, for a while, and then everybody's like, get out! All right, you've overstayed your welcome! I know, it's hilarious. How much of the world they owned, and then how much they own now? Yeah, it's shrunk down quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, they were an empire. They were colonialists. I get it. It's fine. Well, it's funny, because some of the people were just them who went to another place, and they were like, we don't want to be under your control anymore. Yeah. We're you guys, but not anymore. I'm just not into it anymore. Yeah. I went over here to come do this for you, and now I'm like, this is now mine. Yeah. Yeah. That, I admit, that's just how the Brits used to think. Which maybe we shouldn't say Brits. I just think that's how empires used to think. The Brits were just probably the best at it. Yeah. At least in recent history, because I think before them it was like fucking Portugal. Hmm. Or whatever. Meh. Nah. France. 
Yeah. They were all, we do it now, America. That's fine. Yeah. So Mau Mau is where you have, you've got the British have some army guys. Uh, they have some tribes in Kenya that they hire to fight the rebels uh, called Johnny's. And then you have guys called the Home Guard, which is Jomo's people. And then you got the British Army and the British police. Bang, bang, shoot, shoot, kill, kill. Uh, a couple concentration camps happen. Shit. No fun. Um, but it gets to the point where tribes start killing each other. Uh, nobody's sure who's on whose side. Kenya kind of gets really ugly in the 50s. And she does end up spending two days in a concentration camp. Oh, damn. How old is she when she when that happened? She's a teenager. Damn. And she said it was like one, like one of the worst experiences of her life. She's just surrounded by death and misery. And it wasn't until the British guy who gave her dad a job was like, he went to the concentration camp. He's like, no, I know her. Let, let her out. Mr. Nyland was his name. Oh, that's cool. That's... So he seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, British history shows that Mau Mau led to 2,000 Kenyan deaths. Uh, the truth is closer to 100,000, according to recent reports. Damn. Yeah, the Brits tried to downplay how bad it was. Oh, wow, yeah. It's... Which doesn't sound like something that they would do to me. They sound like honest people. <laughs> you know, colonialists. <laughs> like, I didn't kill, I didn't kill, 10, I didn't kill 100,000 Black people, you did. I don't know what you're talking. There's only a few of them here. Yeah. There's only four of them when I got here. I don't even know what you're saying. <clears throat> give me your loan. Give me your land. Yeah. Yeah. Also, would you like some tea? Actually, yeah. It's four o'clock. We're done killing. It's tea time. And crumpets. And crumpets. We don't even know what they are. Well, some. Well, I guess they do. Yeah. The ones who know cricket. I don't know anything about either one of those things. And I pride myself on that. You're wrong. <laughs> you Anglo pedophile. But what? <laughs> Why are you so pedophile in there? You love English kids. Uh, no, Anglo. I didn't. I've never said that ever. We established that you are an Anglo pedophile. Well, Anglo. Yes, file. Yes, you love baby fish, baby angler fish. Mm -hmm. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're trying to say though. I don't. Know, I've lost it. Why you? Uh, I've lost it. I, uh, yeah, I fuck baby fish. So. Like, what? what is your point? That's actually a good point. I don't think fish have feelings, so. Maybe not according to Nirvana. Who? Oh, Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain? Yeah. It's okay to eat fish. Because they don't have any feelings. I just have to know. You're fucking them in the mouth or you're fucking them in the, the ass? Both. It's whatever. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You're just out, out on the river... With your line, just horny as fuck. <laughs> and then you're in your garage thinking about me doing this. Yeah, jerking off on mice. Yeah. And you're just like hoping for a fat anglerfish like, oh, yeah, I'm fishing. Throwing my lines. Got my bait in the water. <laughs> Got my bait. And dipping my bait in the water. I'm baiting. Hey, get a nibble, boys. Get a nibble. Does your wife ever get freaked out when like you guys are about to have sex and you pull out like like hooks and lines just like i need this to get at first up. yeah well of course at first but it's not until you pull out like a whole thing full of fish where you're like <laughs> we're gonna jump in <laughs> <laughs> baby it's the only thing that works for me now it smells like power bait in here yeah it does yeah it does i got the power bait for you <laughs> well <laughs> <to> jesus <laughs> Well, uh, she ends up going to high school and gets falls in love with science from a uh, a sister nun who was really science minded, 
And uh, she's like, that exists. That seems contradictory. A science nun. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of an older tradition, but yeah. And I think science was, and the only reason there's any science in the Western world is because of nuns and priests, because they're just so fucking bored. Oh, weird. So wait, we're like, that must be in like the 50s now, right? 50s, 60s-ish? Yeah, 56. Okay. Well, uh, most of the girls who, well, being a, a, a woman and going to school is odd anyway in uh, rural Kenya. Typically, everyone's like, just go work on the farm and then get fucked and have make babies. That's what you're supposed to do. So going to school was weird anyway. And most of the girls who went to school went to be teachers or nurses. And she said, I want, I want more. I want, I'd, I'd have to learn more. I have to, I have to be more learning more of it. And they're like, we can't understand you. You need to go to school more or something. Cause this is. I more. I need more schools, please. Hmm. She set her eyes on a university called uh, Makeri, which is the university in Uganda, which she called the Oxford of East Africa. Oh, fancy. Of course, we all know that. We all know that that's a thing. Fancy. Huh? Oh, mm. I'm going to Oxford. What do they eat commonly in Africa? Because I was going to be like, some tea, but they don't. What, do they, what else do they have? They got a lot of bananas. Mm. Some banana time. Hmm. Hmm. It's not a sexual thing. Just come have some bananas. What time is it? Put a banana in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, I want banana time. Fucking bananas are great. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah. Can't eat too many of them, though. Why not? I don't know. Like, eat two of them, 200 of them or something like that, and you'll die. Do you like potassium overdose? No, it's because they, uh, they have toxins. I mean, you can die from anything. No, especially if you eat 200 of, of yeah. it. Except for, like, rice. You can eat 200 grains of rice. You'll so be okay. The only thing that won't kill you is rice and marijuana. Yep. That's it. If you eat yeah. 200 grams of marijuana, you're fine, probably. I mean, you might. You won't be in a coma, but you'll be in a sleep coma for like three days. And you'll wake up and be like, fuck, I want a banana. I want a bunch of bananas. <laughs> Is it banana time yet? Jesus. I want like 100 bananas and rice right now. <laughs> and then you eat 100 bananas and die. <laughs> you're like, that's what got him. Yeah. Kids, dare to resist. Bananas. Too many bananas. Yeah. You can have, a you can have some. Yeah. Four or five hundred. Don't no. go past that. It's dangerous. It's danger zone. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because they actually take up nuclear. Uh, I think this, they absorb nuclear oh, waste weird. or whatever. Like, they have some specific, like, I like plutonium. They're like, let's trade. I'll get the stuff I've got, and then I'll take in your stuff, and then you eat me 200 times over, and then you die of it. Anyways, I don't know what I'm talking about. I haven't researched this enough, so. Nature's weird. It's There's something there, though. I know it. I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little bit doubting it. I'm just doubting Thomas. What she <coughs> what she mentioned a lot of was corn and potatoes. Oh, okay. Which is not endemic to uh, to Africa. In fact, later in her life, she learns that they're from South America and was like, oh, what? seriously? Mm. Yeah, so I think traditional to Kenya, I don't even know. I don't know if they know. It's a lot of berries and shit. Yum. Yeah. Not the shit part with berries, yeah. Yeah, there's some shit in Africa. No. But her whole village, her whole family is like, you strange girl. Why do you want to go to college? Because her parents too. Her mom is always supportive and her dad is more or less aloof. But the Kikuyu tribe tradition is to shut the fuck up. And like if a girl goes to school, that's cute and fun. But then like come home and make babies. Yeah. Yeah. Like Or go be a nurse and make money and give it to your husband or whatever. But going to college is outlandish. Yeah. She she got a lot of flack and 
I don't know. Wengar is the kind of person who you just don't tell her what to do. She's just like, oh, I don't give a fuck. With shut up. This kind of slightly reminds me a little bit, in at least some sense, of like uh, Marie Carey. So kind of, yeah. I mean, like just go get her. No, I'm gonna go learn. I'm gonna figure this shit out. Well, and like science-minded and just curious and like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Which is fun because you know we fuck with a lot of uh, women who are just ambitious in general and meet that basic like shut up woman culture yeah yeah but then like when gari comes from a whole culture where she's just up against it where everybody's like you can't you don't think as good as me and yeah. you, you should be at home yeah she's like no nah, i'm gonna go learn about trees and shit yeah which i don't know you guys you gotta learn about something well uh eventually the roots of the mau mau resistance works out and kenya gains its independence from england and their first uh president Jomo Kenyatta takes over in 1957. So Kenya is now open to the world. We're like, let's be legitimate. Let's be cool. Let's do stuff. Okay. And one uh, senator named John F. Kennedy oh. uh, created a program that ultimately was called the Kennedy Airlift, where he invited African youth from African universities to come Hey, come go to American colleges. It's like foreign exchange stuff. Yeah. I mean, we don't exchange. They just bring them over. Yeah. You have good grades. You're African. Come to an American university. Mm, Cool. So she's part of John Kennedy's uh, Kennedy Airlift program that takes her to a college in Atchison, Kansas, which is where Amelia Earhart's from. Ooh, yeah. Kind of neato. To a college called Scholastica, which is another religiously run nuns college but it's like a real college in kansas yeah so she ends up being one of 300 kenyans to go start her education in kansas which is pretty cool and then ike was like i'm from kansas too and also i don't want people sitting next to any of these yeah racist stuff i don't know um when when it's like an ambitious kid from africa if he'd be cool as opposed to like a, 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 an African-American male where he's like, well, uh, you know, I don't like them. They're thugs. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thuggy. They're scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they murder people in a death cult, I think. Maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Fuck, I... I look like a toe. I look like a toe and I'm angry. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, her amazement at the whole thing, like the plane ride over, the first time she saw elevators and escalators and skyscrapers because they stopped off in... Uh, in uh, New York, she, it was just hilarious. What she it just called the JFK airport at that point. Anyways, no, nah, because he's just a senator. He's not even president yet. Right. I don't know what it was called back then. It was uh, the Link Lincoln hasn't. No one's died yet. Airport. They're like the soon to be assassinated president's whoever airport. that's going to be international airport. We're just going to. It's a it's a placeholder. Okay. Whoever's first. Yeah. I mean, we had the one. We're probably going to have another one. Yeah. I don't know. And then we'll name it that. What's more inspiring about flying planes and a dead president? Uh. So, <laughs> it's pretty adorable. She's just like, oh, my God, the stairs move. Oh, these buildings are huge. Oh, my God, America. And uh, they took a bus from New York down to Kansas, and uh, she gets discriminated against, like, a bunch from a bunch of white fucking people. Oh, uh, who would have thought? Especially one incident in Indiana where the whole uh, bus full of these African kids is turned away for being black, and they're like, what the fuck is that about? 
and they learn what that's about. Well, the fuck that. This would also be during the time frame if it's in the 50s. We're talking about Martin Luther King time, too. Yeah, I mean, it's 56, so that's, that's well, 57, 56. So, yeah, that's yeah. yeah the height of that shit. Yeah, Jim Crow laws and all sorts of shit. Yeah, I guess they're lucky they didn't get killed. Yeah. Fuck. Well, she, <coughs> in college, she picks uh, biology uh, with a minor in chemistry and German. And uh, she has no idea what the fuck is going on in America because there's snow it's hot, and then it's cold, and then it's windy, and then it's cold, and it's hot. And in Kenya, it's just nice, which, again, maybe we shouldn't have left. I'm just throwing that out there. Sounds like that's the place I want to go for temperature-wise, at least. Damn. Sounds nice. Yeah. Um, she's still in America when Kennedy gets murdered, and that's a huge bummer for everybody. Right, right. Um, in uh, 1964, she ends up actually getting a scholarship to the University of Pittsburgh, and she goes there to get a master in biology. So she is seriously not kidding about being educated. Shit, yeah. Um, she ends up studying under a guy named Professor Charles Ralph, who, under him, she learned how to study... Well, she specialized in studying, get this, the pineal gland of the Japanese quail. Well, what is that? What is the pineal gland? It's part of your brain. Oh. It's actually, like, right in your forehead. It's where they say your third eye is. Oh. Yeah. Did she? Was she able to open... She pineal gland? Yeah, she found out that quails are actually able to communicate in four dimensions when they tap in their pineal gland. You lie. I doubt you. And they talk to the greys. I doubt Thomas you. The issue is, so the greys are real. The problem is they speak quailese because they're accustomed to talking to quails. Quailese. Yeah. Hmm. So when she opened up the dimension, she's like, whoa, what do you guys think? And they go, and there's only been so far one human has ever been able to understand their language. And that was uh, John Wilkes Booth's father, who used to get up onto the raptors and go, Baka! And much like his son, he's completely useless. <laughs> yeah, so useless. We've, we've learned nothing. Except the aliens are somewhere going, ah! I doubt it, though. Look at all these chickens! <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't seen that in so long. That is my goddamn uh, favorite thing that's ever happened. Yeah. That's what Wangari said when she turned around and was like, wow, fourth dimensional quail. <laughs> well, uh, she graduated with her master's in 66, and the Kenyan government is like, bring your big-ass brain back to Kenya and help us out. So she goes home. Um, She... She can't, There's just some bullshit about she can't get a job for a while because she's a woman and people are like, Bleh. some guy at a school offered her a job and she goes and he's like, I already gave it to a guy. And then that happened like four times. But she ends up getting a job with a German professor uh, at a veterinary medicine school at, on the research team. And she gets super into microscopes and anatomy and all that kind of shit. I mean, she's really a biologist. Yeah. By training. Cool. And she's studying for her PhD. Um, she lectures and teaches a bunch of young men who, uh, disrespect her for being a woman, but she ends up going clubbing with her friends. That's gotta be annoying though, right? Like you're clearly smarter than the person cause you're teaching them and they're like, you don't know anything. And you're like, and, motherfucker. I mean, I think like that plays importantly into her story, but I bet right now, if you are like a precocious woman who ends up being uh, a TA or a lecturer at like 24 or something, or 25, so you're like close to the age of the students, 
the men in the class will just be dicks to you. Be like, take your top off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, spring break. You come yeah. in. I'm going to see you naked. Bitches. Hey, I got something you can score right here. Uh, Give me a grade. Uh, and uh, she's like, it's an F. There <laughs> you go. You're, both for your dick and your grade. They're both Fs. You're a stupid asshole. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest frat boy. <laughs> 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 sounds like a caveman. Yeah. But, but like, why though? <laughs> Why'd you put an F on my dick? What the fuck? Dude, does that stand for fart though? That's so <laughs> dude, funny. Dude, you put fart on my dick. Do you dude, get it? Dude, my teacher fart my dick. Bro! She just walks away like I fucking... Uh, I'm a fucking intellectual. This is awful. And yeah, yeah, I am banging. I know that. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I have the longest clitoris in the world. I know how good I look in yeah. a short skirt, but I'm also smarter than all the boys. And, you know, I'm you know a little bit indecisive and doubting, but it's charming. Yeah, I think people are attracted to your, uh, let's say you're discerning. Yeah. You're very, you know, like, you're like, you know, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'm okay with being wrong because sometimes I'm not right because I'm not sure. Yeah. That's okay. Everybody can. Does your wife... Did your wife freak out when you guys can't pick what to do for dinner? No, I make her. But you doubt her decisions. And then you doubt your own decisions. Yeah. You're like, Chili's? Oh, Chili's is not very good. I don't know. If Chili's is going downhill lately. Don't you think? I don't know if that's a good choice. I don't know. And you're literally in the corner having this conversation with yourself while your wife is just like... It's like, I already made chicken. Like... Is it done all the way? I doubt. <laughs> I doubt you cooked it right. It's not a personal judgment. It's just how I feel. You could have been anybody. I, I don't trust anyone. It's just I, didn't, I didn't see you do it. I don't know. <laughs> Let me feel it. I don't know about this. I can feel. I, I need two thermometers because I doubt that the other one is working right. <laughs> it's off. I'm going to bed. I don't know about any of this. I doubt that I'm going to eat this. <laughs> I'm just. I'm out of here. Well. Uh, <laughs> She is in her mid twenties. Uh, being a young girl, she goes to clubs in downtown uh, Nairobi. Uh, they have clubs, yeah, yeah. And I, I made me miss being a young, independent girl. Uh, this is so terrible. This is how life. stupid I am. How dumb and white I am. Is <laughs> you're like they go to clubs. I'm like they have clubs there because I'm thinking it's still desert. Like I, mean, I know they have malls and shit like closer to like I think the 80s at least for sure cuz yeah. I remember seeing like oh shit I didn't know they had malls back when I was a teenager and found that out. Yeah. But it, now I'm still thinking like it's the 60s. They got clubs. That's mind blowing. Are they just in the desert? Where do they hang the disco ball? Like is it, is I'm it an just idiot. <laughs> like a cardboard box in the desert? Like it's yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Well, so think of like Nairobi is the capital of Kenya, so it is an actual like metropolitan, like city and shit. Yeah, yeah. and and in the need to travel, fuck, dude. But in the sixties, it was pretty small. It's probably like, you know, I mean, it's smaller than Salt Lake. Okay, but Salt Lake's really not that impressive of a metropolitan area either. So yeah, you know, there's a couple of clubs and a bunch of people who think they're cool. Yeah, that's what that is. These frat guys that are also Mormons, the worst mixture. Fuck. I'm not supposed to have sex, but so I rape people instead. I mean, it doesn't count because I'll just deny it. Put it in the butt. That way, it's not like if she's asleep and I put it in the butt, <laughs> right? Doesn't count because I know the Holy Ghost goes to bed at midnight, twelve oh one. My dick is in her ass, <laughs> and she don't know she don't know shit because I gave her gave her too much Nyquil. Yeah. 
What? <laughs> well, uh, she meets a young, nice guy named uh, Mwangi Mathai. I should say, she was born, her last name was uh, uh, Muta. She was Wangari Muta okay. from her dad. So she changed her last name to Mathai because she marries Muwangi Mathai. Oh, okay. Who's a business and politics guy, very handsome. They quickly marry, end up having three kids. Is he nice? Bam. No, he sucks. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> no, he sucks. God damn it. And uh, she, let's see, she actually ends up like, she has two younger sisters who don't end up going to college. And they're fine. They're in college, or they're sorry, they're in high school. But they're not doing as well as she was in school. So they're just not quite as intellectually minded. Mm. So she's worried about them because she's like, I don't want you to end up just being some dude's fifth wife. Yeah, yeah. So she actually buys a store in Nairobi and turns it into like a shop and hires her sisters to run it. Oh, cool. It's just like a corner store. And she's yeah. just like... Sister A, you run the counter. Sister B, you do the money. Do the numbers, yeah. Now don't go be just some dude's wife. And like after a minute, like hold on, switch roles. You're not so good at the numbers. Okay, nah, there we're good. We're good. We're good. Perfect. Wait, 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 wait. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. You know everything about bananas. Perfect. You're the you're the counter person. God, we should get some bananas. Talk about bananas a lot. I love bananas. I've been eating bananas a lot lately, actually. You know what's awesome, though, is I like the actual fruit, but I think out of artificial flavors, it is the worst. It does not taste anything like bananas. Not even close. It's like candy banana is a distinct taste in and of itself. It has nothing to do with real bananas. I don't think most artificial flavors do. It reminds you kind of, but not really. But bananas is by far the furthest one away. And like, it tastes like yellow. That's what I say. Tastes like yellow? <laughs> but yeah. Artificial bananas is just yellow flavored. Yeah. I don't know I what don't that know. is. but I ugh. think it's a myth. They said that it's based off of a type of banana that's extinct. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe that. No. I, I think you just can't, you can't artificially well, make Well, how about we shit. pick the one that's not extinct? How about that, huh? How about the one that's fucking how about around? The one that's, yeah, how about, uh, it's plenty delicious. I want banana, not extinct banana, please. That's not what I thought I was signed up for. Laffy Taffy does not say extinct banana. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny if it did. Fucking liars. They're like, we're, you're <coughs> right, we're sorry, we'll put on the label. Hands up, we fucked up, okay? And if that's what extinct banana tastes like, I'm glad it ex- is extinct. I don't, I'm gonna say, I don't care, I'm happy. From now on, all their jokes are gonna say... Who's a lying, shitty-ass company? And you flip it over and it says, us. us. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck me. Someone's like, yep. Yeah. Not funny. And then part of me is like, why'd you write all that up but still haven't put it extinct why? on the label? You still did it! <laughs> <laughs> um, well, she, uh, she goes to Germany to study at a university up there to work with a giant electron microscope. She fucking loves microscopes What, do you can, and, what can you Germany. see through that shit? You can see, in an electron microscope, you can see electrons if you you want to. But she doesn't get that low. She just is finding, like, the very finite bits of biology to to figure out. At this point, she's still studying weird shit like worms. And, like, she ends up specializing in uh, this kind of hookworm that causes diseases. Ew. I don't know. PhD programs sound... You know, I have some friends who have done that, and it just sounds so specific. I'm like, yeah, I'd never... Yeah. I mean, I'm not smart enough, but I don't think I. <laughs> You're like, I'll pass, actually. <laughs> like, you no, we don't. You... I could, you know, I could, but nah, I'm gonna watch wrestling. Yeah, I'm also gonna pass on being a millionaire and uh, you know, <laughs> I still feel like it. Yeah, vigilante. Feel... I just don't feel like you know, it's my, it's not my bag. I still feel it. Like... No, it's cool. You know what? I'm cool. I have a PhD. Pretty huge dick. Yeah. Oh. And they, and then they asked me to leave their house. <laughs> So with an F on your dick. Yeah. 
all my PhD <laughs> candidate friends right F <laughs> on my dick and my face and they're like get out yeah alright well well I mean I could have but alright yeah well the F you know stands for fuck f- fucking cool man <laughs> stands for fucking smart <laughs> fucking big dick oh you just slammed the door on your face yeah I actually that's a, that whole thing was fake because I don't have any friends I'm your friend we're both historical figures in a very vast field of learning yeah yeah, Doubting Thomas and Pippi Long Clit. Classic. Classic duo. Classic duo. You know us. Everybody knows it. It's the same as every other duo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in 1971, she becomes the first woman in East and Central, Eastern Central Africa to receive her doctorate. Oh, really? Uh, in it was in biology, and her dissertation was on the development and differentiation of bovine gonads. What the fuck? Bovine? Yeah. What are bovine? Like cows. So she specializes in cow balls. Cow balls. And that I didn't make that up. That's Why that's a have, real thing. What What do you get from that? She didn't go too much into it. I couldn't find her dissertation paper online either. Oh, okay. She's like some people eat them. I mean, development and differentiation, so it's really like... What can be... Watching them grow. Are gonads both male and female, or just... Male? I think they are both. I think gonads is just like uh, 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 reproductive organs. Okay. And she, like, her farm, she likes watching shit grow. She just likes watching gonads. It's like, yeah, get bigger. <laughs> get bigger. I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> she just look at the cow in the face. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm checking them out. Good job. <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> now is when she does the first thing that she's just going to keep doing. Um, she knows that the female staff at the college were not getting paid as much as the male. Weird. That's fucked up. Yeah. Weird. That's how it goes with the... everything. Yes. Um, w- women also did not receive university housing... Because the college said, just live with your husband. What the fuck? And they didn't get pension or insurance because they said, use your husband's pension insurance. So with along with a friend and another female academic, they uh, start striking. Oh, nice. Picket signs, yelling, making a fuss, uh, insisting on equal benefits. Uh, they were told no. And they tried to create a union and they were almost fired. Uh, that didn't go well, but it's the first taste she got of like, if I just yell at people sometimes, I can be, I can activate, I can activist this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. In 1975, she started studying a very specific type of tick that was causing diseases in cows and other livestock out in the way, rural parts where she used to grow up. So she's in Nairobi now. But there's some tick that's causing this bad disease uh, with the livestock. Goats, cows, pigs. And they're like, what's going on? So Does she it go- kill them or does it just keep spreading diseases into like, the meat and shit? Yeah, it makes them sick and then you can't eat the meat. Okay. <clears throat> and so she goes down to uh, figure this out because she's a gonad bovine expert. So she's part of that shit. Right. <laughs> Got, did we check the nads yet? No? Put your hands around them. <laughs> this isn't actually part of anything. I just want you to do it. <laughs> look at look the cow in the eyes. <laughs> um, but when she went back to these rural areas where she grew up, what she found was not what she remembered as a kid. She found 
whole tribes of people that were just uh, no jobs, a lot of homelessness, the crops weren't growing. Um, a lot of the livestock were emaciated and sick. Uh, the, there was a lot of soil erosion where people cut down too many trees and the soil like breaks up and starts creating landslides mm. and overcropping the same type of shit to where the soil doesn't grow anymore. Right, right. She's so like, there's a lot of goddamn fucking problems down here. Um, there was too many cash crops. So they started uh, only growing coffee and tea because they sell fast and you can or they grow fast and you can sell them yeah but it decimates the soil and then it leaves no space for like farms where you can grow like food, food. you fucking eat yeah so she noticed <laughs> like that the, we don't care huh? look i can stay up all night long check this out i feel fucked look at all this fucking coffee great dude who needs to eat food when i can fucking do this dude i have banana flavored laffy taffies <laughs> and from coffee and kenny's fucking awesome bam yeah <laughs> I got eight wives. I feel fucking good. I don't feel... Actually, I feel really horrible. I need some more coffee. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm really hungry. <laughs> That's actually what she said is that she noticed too many people weren't eating like food from the earth. They were just eating shit from the store, like yeah. packaged noodles and packaged dehydrated shit. Hmm. And she's like, this whole place is fucked. When I grew up here, it was fine. It was working out fine. You guys fucked up. Yeah. So she creates, in response what ends up being called the green belt movement so here's what she does she she likes to empower women and she also thinks that men are often sort of dickheads and argue too much so she's the green, right yeah yes <clears throat> so the green belt movement starts with exclusively women and she's like okay i'm gonna pay you to plant belts of trees and belts just meaning like one line or one place where they're like pick a Pick a place and just put a f bunch of fucking trees in that place. Okay. We'll call it a belt. It's the Green Belt Movement. And this is to help stop erosion and landslides. And then also things like plant that fucking fig tree that we know creates streams. Oh, yeah. Plant fruit trees so you're eating stuff other than Butterfingers, etc. <laughs> yeah. And she, she gets seeds and seedlings for the government or from the government. And the government actually finds this whole plan so hilarious they give her millions of seeds because they don't think it's going to work what really why i don't know it was a weird part of the story where she like went to the agriculture department and was like i have this charity i want to start and i just need some seeds for trees and they're like of all the seeds you want you dumb bitch <laughs> ah, this will never work ah, you went to school did you <laughs> here's a million of them that's pretty much the quote of the book <laughs> why would you the guy was like you stupid bitch have whatever you want it's not gonna go anywhere oh you're gonna eat, oh yeah eat them or whatever <laughs> stupid bitch that's so weird they're like oh they didn't sit there and be like oh you have a phd and you might have some, some good ideas and yeah you have a I'm an phd so in I... biology like yeah, oh, still. Yeah, fuck me huh. she got the seeds started uh she got some donations so she was paying these ladies like four cents only but that's, that's a start yeah four cents american which i don't know what that is over there but uh it was enough to incentivize people they just started planting fucking plant trees and she's stoked about this because she's like sweet yeah i can fix these rural areas employ these women fix the soil this is a start killing like 10 birds with one stone it really is yeah it was a good idea yeah she seems like uh, like a smart person. Yeah, maybe like a little bit, like a lot, a lot bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. 
1979, her husband decided he wanted a divorce. Why? Um, he said that she was too argumentative and unagreeable. Right, so she has her own mind, basically. And he's like, you're supposed to just do what I say. More or less. Hmm. That seems like a recurring thing in, w- with her. You keep leaving and growing trees. Where's my fucking dinner? Yeah. What the fuck? What is all this intellectual, oh, cow balls? My <laughs> balls. My <laughs> balls are what you should be worried about. <laughs> and she's like, nah, I'm not into it. I've got my own shit going on. I'm planting trees and stuff. And besides, now that I've been around a lot of cow balls, yours are kind of small. I mean, and bull balls, dude? I'm not saying play with them. I'm just saying that yours look kind of eh. gross and small and... Oh, pathetic and wrinkly. Yeah, thanks for the three kids, but yeah, go ahead and get out. Yeah, get the fuck out. Okay. So, <clears throat> when, uh, if you're listening to this episode and you see how her name is spelled, her last name is M-A-A-T-H-A-I. Mm-hmm. Her husband's original last name is just one A, M-A-T-H-A-I. Oh, okay. So why'd she put in a second A? So after they got divorced, he insisted that she change her name because it's sort of like a property thing. It's like, I don't own you anymore. You don't have my name. Hmm. And she had established her PhD and the Greenbelt Movement as Wangari Mathai. Right. So as a fuck you, she's like, nah, I'm keeping Mathai. I'll add another A in there so like legally we're different, but I'm keeping, I'm keeping your name because I want it. Yeah. I found that hilarious. Yeah. Because Fuck usually, you. Usually it's the opposite. Women are like empowered by changing their name, but she's like empowered by like. It's like, oh, you don't eh. like that? You don't like that I have still? Huh. Fuck you. Huh. It's interesting that you're upset about that. It's fun. I'm going to ride that out. I'm going to ride that yeah, feeling take out. Take you and your weird balls and get out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did he have a PhD in, PhD in anything? Nah, he was a businessman, politician type. Yeah. Fucking get out. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, the, the divorce actually sucked balls because it's super old school, which meant that he could make the divorce public where he could like invite the media in. Um, what? Yeah. Why would you do that? What, what a weird, I don't get it. What's the point? To, to shame her into agreeing to your demands because what he was essentially saying is that he didn't want to give her any alimony, no, which I don't think she was seeking, but no rights to the kids, no rights to the house. He was just like... You're a stubborn, loudmouth, unruly bitch, and I don't want to be around you, so get the fuck out. Oh, okay. So he, huh. in Kenya... Isn't he the one who's also doing the divorcing? Yeah, it was his idea. <clears throat> so I want to divorce you, and also, let's go ahead and bring everybody in and uh, make fun of you. I don't even know For- why... I don't have no, any idea why that happened. It sounds traditional to their tribe, where like divorces are tribal where the whole tribe gathers around and is like i was about to say who this is the fucking problem yeah i was about to say who the shit's watching this too They're like uh-huh look at this this is in the media oh you see that oh these idiots uh, he's divorcing her honey these this idiots is... aren't us look <laughs> <laughs> she's like it will be soon what what's that nothing bitch doesn't know i own her she can't leave unless i say so <sighs> and she's got like a you know like an axe or something <laughs> What's that? Ah! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Divorce, yeah. Don't have to go that route. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Murder your shitty husband. Yeah. People time. People time. <laughs> murder, murder. If your husband sucks, you know, I mean, and you're in Kenya in 1960s, sitting. Definitely then. Can't divorce him. Definitely then. People time. People time. Murder your old school husband. Yeah. Maybe not now. No, I mean, there's... Unless he sucks balls. Okay. Unless he's hitting on you. <laughs> They're beating on you, that is. Oh, I was going to say hit on you. Like, 
That's kind of cute. Hey, baby, and you just kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Seems mean. He's all like, I'm trying to spice things up, like how we used to talk to each other. Hey, 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 cute person. Can I get your number? Bam! Stab him. Oh. Yuck, yuck, yuck! All right, I won't do that one anymore. I'm sorry. piece of meat to you. You're a piece of meat now. What up? Yeah, and meat spelled backwards is team, and we're no longer one. I broke it up. Ah. With this kitchen knife. Happy, which I'm going to have some meat pie with. Happy marriage. Because there's an I in meat pie. Team backwards. Yeah. There's me in team. So, I mean. Yeah. No I, but. The problem is, there's no I in people time. Wait. <laughs> so, when Gari, uh, the judge sided with the husband because in Kenyan culture, an unruly woman needs to shut up. Yeah. Meaning that he got to meet all of his demands, which was, like I said, he just decides everything. That's stupid. What, Whatever assets is his, the house, whatever rights with the kids, he just calls. So because the divorce was public, she went to the press and commented that the judge was in, incompetent and corrupt. That's awesome. Um, and he's an idiot and he's corrupt and my husband has a small penis. Yeah. Pu- publicly on the record. Bam. Yeah. Uh, in response, <clears throat> the judge had her arrested for contempt of court and put her in jail for six months. That's fucked. That's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> he is corrupt, see? That should be, if anything, proof. It's right there. Fuck God, that guy. Goddamn women always talking with their talking. Just, just using their mouth to say things. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so, yeah, she was in jail for six months. Um, that's a sad part of her story. I mean, it's very. it's like a concrete floor and it's fucking cold. She's just in there. So is he taking care of the kids then? Yeah, he does. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Hmm. They, yeah, she has them sometimes. He has them most of the time. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, in 1980, she becomes the chairman of the National Council of Women of Kenya, which is like a rural women support group that is half governmental. No. She ties it in with the Greenbelt Movement so that she can kind of make like a you know, a whole pro-woman program. Sweet. Um, she actually meets a lot of resistance for that uh, to get, like, all the right paperwork and shit because the government kept saying, like, you're a divorced woman. Does so that mean something? It does. Like, if you're a divorced woman in their culture, you suck balls because you're, like... So you can get worse than being just a woman. If you're a divorced woman, that's even further down? Oh, God, yeah. What the fuck? Because I think if you're a divorced woman, either you cheated on your husband or you're just unpleasant to be around. That's And, and so for them, they're like, fucking slut. Hmm. Fucking slut wants to, she wants to have a charity. Fucking slut. It's hot, though. It's probably fucking, a bitch. Slut. Her last husband didn't even like her. Probably not him, though. He's probably totally fine. Yeah, I bet he's a cool guy. Yeah. She's hot, though. I'm a fucking bitch. Uh. Hey, hey. Oh, she's, walking, well. she's walking away. <laughs> bitch <laughs> she would have wanted it i could have but i just said nah i don't feel, i don't feel like it. it's like it's like with a phd program it's like yeah but yeah but whatever i think she taught me once and she put an f on my dick whatever <laughs> fuck her whatever fuck bitch <laughs> not giving you any more seeds not my seeds she can get my seeds anytime you know what i'm saying uh, you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I could have got a PhD in comedy. I almost did. I almost got a PhD in sex, but I, I don't. I, just, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. 
It's fine work of the agriculture department. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I got to get a grip. Okay, I'm good. Christ. Well, uh, in the early 80s, she tried to run for parliament. It didn't go well. Again, for shit, like, in the public, they're like, ah, she's loud. And parliament? She's... Yeah, which is like Congress for them. So, yeah, it's kind of like English parliament, no? Yeah, actually, they have a prime minister in parliament, so it's just hmm. their uh, liberty is based off of the British style. Oh, okay. Yeah, due to their occupation. Um, she <laughs> she couldn't run for parliament, again, because she's a woman. Hmm. She's just met with a lot of resistance where they told her, like, you can't run for parliament if you work at the university. So you have to resign from the university. After you resign, you have to register to run for office. And she tried to follow those steps to do it. And then they waited until that moment to tell her that, oh, you didn't vote last year. So you're actually ineligible to run for office. It's like, oh, and it's Wednesday today, so it doesn't work today. That guy can, but you can't. Exactly. Because Wednesday is, uh, you have to wear two sh- left shoes on your feet, and then you can. Which everybody knows. And also grow a penis. Everybody knows that you're kind of a stupid bitch. I don't know how you don't know. Wait, that. you're divorced? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Slut. Oh, you're going to get, oh, oh, you got all those seeds to plant some trees? The only You know the only seeds you need. You know what it is. You're going to run on the slut party platform. Starting with me. <laughs> Starting right here. Well, she tried to sue but lost. Um, the university that she resigned from canceled her pension and insurance <coughs> and kicked her out of her university housing. What the fuck? So she is now 41 years old uh, with no job, no house, no insurance, no money. That's fucked up. End of episode. Oh, God. No, actually, she keeps running the uh, Greenbelt Movement and the National Council of Women of Kenya with some of her savings. She goes and lives in a small house in a bad side of town in Nairobi. And luckily, the head of the Norwegian Forestry Society thought that the Greenbelt Movement was a good idea. Yeah. So they came down, knocked on our door. Hey, we're a UN-sanctioned organization. Here's a goddamn bunch of money. Woo! What? Go Greenbelt. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the UN was extending their charitable work into Africa, and they recognized her program as pretty kick-ass. It's badass. Gave her a bunch of fucking money, and now that's just what she does. She's like, I'm like a Greenbelt lady now. What's up? Ooh. Badass. Um, she, so she starts up setting up more Greenbelt, like, branches. <laughs> Greenbelt branches. Uh, across the country. Yeah. More women more trees let's let's do this thing maybe get some green shoes to match the belt i don't know you know if you want to look spunky that day hmm. i don't think you want to wear a green shirt and belt it's definitely gonna have to be a hat or shoes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah or maybe, maybe just earrings okay just the belt and earrings like oh, i'm looking good just the belt and earrings <laughs> just the belt and earrings <laughs> me and wangari hmm. dude my long clit is fucking hard as shit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Well, because she's so fucking cool, she started a uh, civic and environmental education program for all green belt workers and employees. Essentially, what does that mean? All the women that she had employed, like it's not like a job, but she pays them per tree that they plant. Oh. And she created a program where she's like, all these ladies need to be doing more than planting trees for a living. They, They are worth more than that. So she teaches them English. Kenyan history. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, she teaches them at 
ecological and arboreal science and a bunch of biology and Dude, shit. Dude, she is fucking brilliant. She's like, you know what? They don't have jobs out in the rural shitty part. So let's make them educated so we know that they are going to reach the best they can as opposed to just being fucking tree planters. Yeah. And by the 80s, they had over 2,000 different groups of the Greenbelt movement. with hundreds of thousands of women and just like millions of trees. She's like, bam. That's badass. Um, fun bit of story here, or fun side note, the first Greenbelt movement branch outside of Kenya was actually established in Utah. What? Yeah, pretty weird, huh? What? How, how, what? There's a local poet named uh, Terry Tempest Williams, and she became aware of Greenbelt in the 80s and was like, I'm going to fucking do that. She hit up Wangari, started a branch down in like mid, mid-Utah. That's badass. Yeah, because we have a lot of soil erosion around here, so it was actually a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go Terry, go Wangari. Badass. I just thought that was weird. I don't know why things keep tying back to where we live. I don't know. Doesn't well, seem that cool. So, I mean, it's not cool being here. <laughs> it sucks balls. <laughs> Maybe we need to make the changes that we want to see. Yeah. Nah. Like an F on my dick. <clears throat> Wait. That's the change I want to like see. Like teaching people about history or something. I I just had an idea. What if what? we did a podcast? Yeah. Now, hear me out. I know everyone's got a podcast these days. I we both have a podcast, so yes. We do. Oh shit! We're d- dude. The idea I had. Yes. We're doing it. To talk about history. Clitorises? Oh, yeah. We could throw that in there. Like, dude. So, we'll do history, and we'll throw in all the stupid jokes that we can sneak in there. Oh. Not really sneak, but, you know, shove in their faces. Shove in, yeah. Yeah. Pretty. I don't think they ask for it. No. I, they, they're not going to like that part. They're going to want to know about the history, but we're going to shove it into them, if you know what I mean. So, like, the joke is that hmm. we try to entice a group of listeners, hmm. and then we just annoy annoy the bejesus out of them but we're still helping huh we are giving facts huh i like your idea we're shoving our facts up their ass i like your idea let's workshop it okay um i actually have a bunch of notes here about a person from history who her name's wengari mathai oh you were telling me about this so okay back to where you were saying what was that so she is in the 80s in kenya mm-hmm. and it sucks a little bit i Why? mean it They've only been independent for like 20-something years, and corruption is fucking rampant. Oh. Is it like top of the government or just like kind of all over the place? Oh, the fucking top, all the way down. The the president at the the time, his name is President Moy, which is M-O-I, and he fucking hates Wangari. She becomes a huge pain in his side for a long time. So wait, he knows about her? Not yet, but he will. It's a lot of fun. So they're a one-party government right now. Okay. So after their old first prime minister dude died, President Mao took it's not Mao Moy Moy took over, mm-hmm. and he's part of the the pro, or the political party is called Kanu. It's K A. How do you have a one party system? You're just like I'm. I win. Like, I'm going to be the president. Yeah, you oppress and kill anybody who disagrees with you. I'm on the other side. No, you're not. You're dead. Yeah, because okay. actually the president made. He said that uh, the government will be this political party for 100 years and, like, made some government document to sign it. Isn't like, that just like called, legislation. like, a monarchy or something like that? Yeah, that's just dictatorship. Yeah, dictatorship. Yeah. yeah. And he did not like education. They started closing down schools and stuff. Yeah, when you get smart people, they figure shit out that you're not that great. you're a dick. Yeah, you suck. And her not having sanctioned schools but just educating women in her charity, he did not like at all. 
So this is crazy. This this is this is fun. In 1989, a anonymous youth who is still anonymous because she refuses to say his name, but a young lawyer came to her house where she was running her charity and says, um, I overheard my dad and some business associates talking about building a 60-floor tower in the middle of Nairobi, uh, which is actually going to be in Uhuru Park. And Uhuru Park is like, in Nairobi, it's like Central Park is in New York. It's like the big main park in the middle of the city. Okay, yeah. Big, huge natural landscape. People go there to relax and shit. Um, They're going to destroy it to build a building, it sounds like. They're going to rip it up to make a 60-floor business tower and complex that actually has a like a four-story high uh, statue of the president. That's stupid. In the middle of it. Stupid. So being the, uh, the bitch and environmentalist that she is, she's like, nah, we're not cutting down a fucking park nice so she wrote letters at first she had a letter writing campaign to fucking everybody in her own government to clarify whether or not it's true being like i heard this is this the thing uh nobody ever wrote back to her so she goes to the press and international leaders she wrote to prince charles and uh, at the time president bush senior oh shit literally literally everybody at the un with a name that yeah. you could find she just wrote everybody like i think my government's looking to do this He's not been a cool president. He's going to destroy a natural landscape. We're annoyed by it. So Parliament had an official response where they had a whole session devoted to her, uh, publicly calling her a divorced woman. Oh, God. Like, wow, so <laughs> stupid. And not even a government person. So why are you the even talking? The fact that that holds anything. Like, well, did you hear she's divorced, though? Slut. I hate that so bad. It's like It's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. I mean, they had a whole session that was about how beautiful and glorious this tower would be and what a loudmouth bitch she is and, like, she needs a husband to tell her what to do. So stupid. <laughs> it's going to have 60 floors. Yeah, let me say that one more time. 60 floors and check out this slutty floors? bitch. Here's the thing. This so, you know what, the president? This loudmouth brainy bitch thinks she's going to tell me what to do. <laughs> no. No. So, uh, how do you feel about the president being immortalized in a statue? Huh? How do you feel about that, guys? Uh-huh. I have a huge, I have a huge stick for that idea. I love it. Perfect. You are hired for. <sighs> you get more money. You know what I'm sick of? Divorced women talking to me. Yeah. Just talking. It's just like it's just they're running commercials and shit of like <laughs> normal stuff like McDonald's, woohoo! And then it's like, can we go to McDonald's? No, because your mom is a divorcee. Aww. Bum, bum, just bum. over and over we show it that and then it shows pictures of her every once in a while be like oh, by the way this is the picture wants to bitch. stop us from here <laughs> bitch i hate it so bitch. bad <laughs> it's just like <laughs> that's like some sort of well she responded publicly by saying that she was actually uh honored that parliament would devote a whole session to her <laughs> yeah but that they should not focus so much on the anatomy before below the line but on the anatomy above the neck bam bitch she's like bam. those idiots don't get it yeah where she was like why do you guys keep talking about just the fact that i'm a woman um and just think about like why i don't like this tower yeah i'm not just being a, a, like an asshole like i mean it's the park is a place for people to go and relax and also it's in the middle of a city without trees the city sort of like chokes on smog and shit yeah don't build your big ass ugly building here so, 
on December the 12th of 1989, which is technically their Independence Day, December the 12th, the president gave his annual speech and actually called her out by name, um, saying that she should align with traditional Kenyan values and respect men and be quiet. Wow. So by name, and there's got to be some degree though, <laughs> as as much as as infuriating as it is, it's also got to feel a little bit good. Like I'm getting on your fucking skin, aren't I? Yeah, she I actually I'm... did not express any like worry or fear. She was like, "This is badass. This is yeah. hilarious. I'm it's inside like, your head, motherfucker." He's so upset about yeah. me. Oh, it's so he cute. loses sleep over this. He had to put it in his yearly. He only speech. The speech. Oh, man. Oh man. That would be like he if, had to write this shit down. If I were able to incite trump to make any mention of something that that i said yeah like if i was like you're ugly yeah and it, it and he's got, all like i just want everyone to know that this asshole who does a podcast i'm not ugly okay let's just start there he's ugly and you know what and i'm just thinking about it a lot i'm just i've got the best face ever it's the bestest the best and it's the best, it's the best. and uh he's got the worst I, I heard on great accounts that he has the worst oh uh, I'm not going to be able to finish the rest of that sentence because I can't keep my... So anyways, best, everyone's on the same my, page. My soul would be filled watching him just sweating. Like, oh, yeah. I'm the best. No, no, I am. Me? Me. I'm like, yeah, you. Yeah, I got a fucking under your skin. Teeny dick little fuck. Yeah. I'm in your dreams. <laughs> so, uh, just to keep being a dick, the president uh, kicked out all Greenbelt movement offices out of any government buildings. They were just evicted. Yeah, because why not? Just go ahead and destroy something that's good. Something that's working. Yeah. Um, he said that all foreign funding, any international funding that had been given to the campaign or to the movement would have to go through the government first for approval. Jesus. So the Greenbelt movement, which was thriving and had several thousand employees, uh, ended up being about 80 employees after all was said and done and moved into her house. Fuck. So her personal house is the only Greenbelt Movement office now. 80 employees trying to run all the different branches. <laughs> Christ. And she says she had to add two extra bathrooms into her house to accommodate the, the people. <laughs> How many, so wait, did she literally have 80 people living in her house? Not living, but working there. Yeah. Yeah. So during the day, I think it, like her bedroom was closed, but the rest of the house was just a fucking office. Fuck, man. Which sucks balls. Um... She kept writing to everybody. I mean, the New York Times, the English paper, the Independent, just kept asking for investors and people to look into this tower shit. Um, and, I mean, it seemed to go well after she explained to a lot of people, like, why the tower is a bad idea. Several international investors in the tower actually pulled out. Really? And nice. By, and by 1992, the tower idea is dead. Really? So what did they just, like... Start getting scared or back off or just the thought like it was going to collapse. They're like, well, pull out now. There were throw more money at it. There were protests, but then there was her saying that like the environmental impact is not worth the the investment. Because she's like, if you build this, there's a there's a chance that Nairobi will not float economically. It's a huge thing that we don't even have the economy for. Yeah. 60 stories would be the biggest building in Africa. She's like, you're going to spend a bunch of money on this and not get a return, idiots. Yeah, like this is Maybe. literally... Uh, a, just a, a fucking uh, cock statue for the president. Yeah. And, like, it's not going to work. And she convinced enough people that that they, they pulled out and the project died they in 92. Out. His yeah. dick was not built because they yeah. pulled out. That's awesome. Yeah. What up, dude? 
So was the president obviously mad? Was oh. he mad at her? Oh, dude, he's so mad. <laughs> oh, shit. He's so mad. I don't know how she dies, so this is getting interesting to be like, how corrupt is it? He's very corrupt because actually what happens is there's a bunch of government dissidents, like people who want to create a two-party system. Yeah, yeah. And there's even one guy who is the president's, I don't think he's like the vice president because they don't have vice presidents, but he's like the president's presumed successor. Okay. A bunch of them were assassinated. What? Blah, 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 blah. By, do we know who? Uh, they, they know it was from President Moy's directive, but they don't know who, who killed him. Fuck. Because he was like, no, I'm president. No successors, no dual party. And... It's like mafia shit. Yeah, it's pretty scary because there started being protests because people were worried about what happened. The police shoot a bunch of people. Hmm. Uh, hundreds of people are injured. She joins a group called the Forum for Restoration of Democracy, which is essentially a, a charity, or not a charity, um, an activist group that's trying to create a second party. Right, right. And this is in, like in 1992. And they have a meeting, uh, which I believe is at her house, and they get an anonymous phone call saying that the same people who killed those government targets are now looking to assassinate members of this group. Jesus. So the group quickly run to uh the media to say we just got this threat by the way and then they literally disbanded and went into hiding like, well, this is in the 90s yeah 1992 and so she's in her 50s her early 50s it sounds like yeah yeah mm-hmm. fuck dude she didn't want to go into hiding because she's also still the head of the green belt movement so she actually just goes to her house and locks all the doors turns off all the lights and it's like I'm not home. I'm not here. Well, the police did come and tried to break in to arrest her. Fuck. Yeah, which they definitely would have assassinated her. She had bars on her windows, and she told them, she's like, I'm not leaving. You can't get in. You can't come in. Shit, dude. And the police held outside her house for three days trying to wait for her to come out until eventually they cut the bars, smashed in the windows, and arrested her. She is charged with treason and put into like a tiny little cell. Treason? Did they even say what exactly was the treason that she committed? I mean, this the president is whatever. such a dick. Like, she is divorced. Treason! <laughs> Get out! She's a slut. It's treason. Jeez. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> you know how many kids she has? She only has three. What a bitch. Oh, my God. Most women have like a, like a ton. What a bitch. It's a treasonous bitch. <laughs> Put her in a concrete cell. <laughs> and he's telling it to his friend. And the friend's like, oh my god, are you serious? Divorced? Ugh. Ugh, I'm sick. Ugh. Let's go arrest her. Ugh. Think I could fuck her, maybe? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. She's in jail. She's divorced. She slept. <laughs> well, so this 52-year-old woman slept Jesus. on a cold concrete floor. Yeah. And she actually had arthritis in her knees. Bummer. So her legs went numb by the time she went to the trial for her treason. Yeah. Just nuts. Uh, she was let out on bail um, before the judge, you know, they're like, okay, so you're being charged with treason. You're out on bail. Um, American congressmen, several of them, including Al Gore, publicly, publicly condemned this whole situation. Nice. And said, uh, we will stop helping you in any possible way if you don't Ooh. stop locking up pro-democracy activists yeah. so the charges were dropped and she went home damn thank you al gore 
It's weird. Yeah, she was like two days away from being hung before Al. It was literally Al Gore who I was like the throwing a knackers in the breeze. Don't do that. Hanged. Okay, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. What did I say? Hung. Because I hate hanged. Me too. It feels wrong. It is wrong. It feels wrong. It was created by rednecks. I'm sure of it. And we hanged them. They're wrong. So let's hang them. Just because they said it enough times, it got it made its way to. God damn! You know what I don't like? When brown people's feet touch the ground. I don't like it. Nah. Let's hang them. And women who are divorced. <sighs> I fuck them first. Yeah, of course. Whatever. Yeah. I don't like it. I have the same feeling about pigs. I like to hear them grunt. <clears throat> Ew. Hey, man. Welcome to Alabama. <laughs> pigs and sisters. Pigs and sisters, man. Hey, you get one both at the same time? I'll tell you what, man. That's a party. Oh, God. Especially when they hang me. I like to be uh, uh, asphyxiated <clears throat> while I give it to the pig. My sister's there. Mm. Mm, man, tell you what, it's a great time. God bless America. God bless America. South of Rise. <laughs> <laughs> Just knock my dick when I'm hanging from a tree. I love it. It's great. <laughs> hang them all. I hanged them. Hanged. Yeah. Well, more things happened. What? So, there are political prisoners still who are locked up in secret. These are people who the government was locking up and, like, torturing. Fuck. And they didn't tell anybody. But, uh, and these are, this group specifically is mostly young men. They were part of a political organization that was, like, raided. And the moms of those men were so upset that they knew their sons were being held political prisoner and probably being tortured that they actually went to Wangari. There was two mothers specifically and said, you are a strong bitch. We need help. Yeah. And she's like, your kids are locked up. Let's do something. So they, Shit, yeah. they go to this main park, Yuhuru Park, and they gather as many of the mothers of these prisoners as they can. And they get signs, and they do chants, and they sing. And they're pretty much saying, we're not leaving the park until these political prisoners are released. And they end up getting hundreds of people at first until they're there for about a week, until one whole corner of the park, which they now call Freedom Corner, had thousands of people. Damn. Just like, let them out. I just, I'm cool. So Go the people, democracy. the people knew that they had that shit. Oh, yeah, because the police set up a barricade around them and kept threatening them to go home. And then the police were replaced by the military. Right. Um, and some former political prisoners came and, like, joined the protests and were like, it's not even what you think, dude. They're, like, straight up torturing us. I know dudes who are dead. They popped out my eye and shit like that. Christ. So once everybody got worked up that they were correct, that these political prisoners are being uh, tortured... The whole protest got really, really exciting, and so the military tear-gassed and batoned them. Of course. And keep in mind, these are old ladies. Moms. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So she's actually, this 52-year-old uh, woman is beaten and, until unconsciousness. Um, by the time she wakes up, the the protest has been broken up, and they've moved to a church where the mothers are just in a church. Because uh, the church are like, we'll take sanctuary. Yeah. Like, we don't allow the military in here. So when she woke up from being unconscious, she went to the church and joined that protest. And just, they stayed in that church for a year. Really? Shit. Literally a year, these ladies didn't leave. She left occasionally. 
uh, but spent the better part of a year sleeping on the wooden pews with the moms keeping vigil. Fuck. Um, eventually, the military surrounded the church and demanded that they disband and started shooting at the church. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. Fuck me. It isn't until more international pressure like Al Gore and the UN were like, you have to stop shooting at old women. Hey, we know you're in there. Come out. <laughs> Hey, Jesus can't protect you forever. We know you're in there because we saw in the mail your arthritis medication. We know it. Yeah. And someone's like, who? Your denture glue. Yeah. Someone's like, who invited this redneck? <laughs> I'll light your denture glue on fire, you bitch. I <laughs> hate it when you walk on the ground. I hate it. Yeah. You need to be hunged. Uh, you got a degree, huh? And you're divorced, though, I hear. Sluts think they're so smart. Yeah. I think my my accent changed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what happened there. I've, I've been doing a redneck accent for... Uh, fuck. I'm a, yeah. I'm just doing dumbass accent. Yeah. Yeah. This is dumb. Uh, yeah. I'm dumb. Yeah. I mean, I fuck a black lady if she let me, but I don't like her. Yeah. You know, she, they don't let me, though, because I'm, I'm pretty gross. <laughs> I like that we've done redneck, frat boy, like... <laughs> yeah. God, I... I hope we don't have real fans that we're just ostracizing. One guy's like, what the fuck? I'm a frat boy from Alabama, you dicks. <laughs> I can't do the accent now. I was trying to. I am an oceanographer. What the? I am a well-respected member of my... I do not fuck my sister. What the fuck? I mean, I did. I don't currently. Because <laughs> my wife says I shouldn't. <laughs> we're, st- we're speaking for our fans. And are- I would <laughs> if they'd let me. And we still make fun of them while they're defending themselves from us. Anyways. Well, uh, international pressure got the uh, the political prisoner sons released in 1993. It worked. Woo! Nice. Totally worked. Um, so the next crazy thing she does, which is... Uh, How is that not, like, grounds, like, K time to overthrow the government? Like, we found other torturing our... Man, like... They wanted to because they they tried again to create a separate party, an opposition party, and they tried to get a candidate elected, um, but those parties started fighting each other, hmm. and it just never took off ground. Bummer. You know, it happens. It's like in, in, in 2016, you know, you got Clinton, you got Sanders, everybody disagrees, they split, and then, then we have an orange-faced fuck. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So there started to be some ethnic violence out in the rural regions, um, which is historically associated to President Moy. He actually had government workers go out and incite tribal violence. So he, he's starting it on purpose. Yeah, because it's like that. Make them fight each other and they won't fight you. Yeah. 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 So he incited that. Um, she went down there to try and uh, not do this. She's using her green belt. Uh, connections she handed out a bunch of pamphlets to people telling them that like this is a ploy from the government yeah. you can love each other we can all be a community she held a bunch of meetings and and, and councils with leaders uh she always brought the press with her so that everybody knew what she was saying was on the record uh the government obviously didn't fucking like that right uh some people that she was hanging out with started going missing shit and she was told that the government is looking to kill her um so she actually goes into like actual hiding now damn dude that's so crazy 
it sucks balls that you have to like run from a dickhead. Well, and you have to go tell people like, hey, look, this is a distraction that he's purposely like. See that guy over there? He did not call you a pussy. I know that's what that guy said. That that guy said that, but that's not true. It's literally hearsay. What he called me? No, no, no. He didn't hey, say anything. Your tribe's a pussy. <laughs> no, no. Wait, 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 wait. What? This is a trick. I know, but did you hear what he said? I'm so worked <laughs> no, up no, right no, now. No, 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 no. Take this pamphlet. Read it. Read it. Mm. I can't read right no. now. Dude, look at his stupid <laughs> face. He's looking over here right now. Hey, <laughs> you're a pussy. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even say anything. Last fight. Fuck you. Pretty sure you did though. <laughs> I think he did. Wangari, well, he's I, definitely saying it now. Look, Fuck him. Wangari, I appreciate all the love stuff. You're you're a great lady. I have to kill him right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are coming! Run! She's like, God damn it! <laughs> All right, I'm going on hiding. I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm out of here. So she goes into hiding for a while, like several months, uh, before. Do we know where she went now? Is she just did she just go somewhere? Just or? safe houses of people that she knew were like on her side. People yeah. from different activist groups where she would fucking like live in basements and garages and stuff. It's got to be scary as shit, dude. Yeah, because she did say she was followed around a lot and, and shot at a couple times. Fuck. And it, it wasn't until, of all fucking people, Mikhail Gorbachev, the former president of Russia. Okay, yeah. He was actually the one who, along with Reagan, like took down the Berlin Wall. Uh, he is not like Putin. I mean, Putin's a dickhead. Gorbachev is kind of a dickhead, but he had more positive international interactions. When he heard that Wangari was in hiding, uh, he wanted to invite her to some pro-climate environmental conference and was told that she's in hiding. So he hit up the president of Kenya and was like, why are you intimidating peace activists? Yeah. Don't, don't do that. And it wasn't until the president of Kenya was like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah. So she, that, came, she came out of hiding. Yeah, she's okay. Some sort of irony there. You are hunting down peace activists. Right. That's fucking Jesus. Okay. That's what they do. That's what dickheads do. Yeah. That's what our country is going to be soon. Hmm. Yeah. And we'll be still broadcasting in hiding. From a desert underneath six floors of steel. People time. People time will bring you the news. Well, it's history, but it's kind of it's kind of newsworthy. Yeah. It's relevant anyway. I guess. <laughs> so we're still in hiding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we, I mean, we have talked a lot of shit on the president. If he ever... He goes full dictator. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck his stupid face. Yeah. Um. Well, what do we got? Her... Uh, the next thing, goddamn thing she wanted to do, she found out the government was giving... There is a sanctioned forest uh, north of Nairobi called Karura Forest, which is a big, beautiful, natural forest. You should Google pictures. It looks fucking amazing. But they were giving off that land to be cut down to be uh, grown, to, to build mansions for government officials. Of course. Yeah. So when she heard this, kind of like with Uhuru Park, she was like, fuck no. No. Goes in the Karura Forest, uh, starts talking shit with the construction guys, being like, you don't have to do this. You know, they're just playing you, uh, handing out pamphlets about how it's unethical. Um <clears throat> Writing public pieces about how the forest holds rare plants and animals. And actually, this is actually true. She said it protects Nairobi from the Sahara winds, which whip south. Oh, shit. It's like, if we cut this forest down, Kenya will eventually be unlivable because the winds will just... Yeah. So, 
the Greenbelt movement started to just be a pain in the ass to the construction crews, just running in there and planting trees, tying themselves to shit, being activists. Generally. <laughs> yeah. Um, some construction crews ended up not being construction crews, but hired thugs and beat the shit out of her green belt people. <laughs> Fuck, dude. She got beat up one time where some asshole, I mean, she's like a 57-year-old woman. He hit her in the head until the back of her head split open. Jesus. And she went to the police knowing that the police are in the government's pocket. Yeah. She went to, and she brought the press with them. There's, you can watch, there's actually footage of this. Oh, shit. Yeah, of this, like, riot, and then her getting hit, and then her going to the police station. Um, she goes to file an official complaint, and they bring her the form, and she takes the blood off of her head and signs it, it with her blood. Oh, shit. Because she's like, oh, fuck. Fuck, fuck you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And in 1999, there was a group of student protesters who weren't associated with her, but just more activists who didn't want the forest to be destroyed, were attacked by the police, which led to a three-day riot, and the whole city of Nairobi just turned into fucking fire and bullets until the president was finally, it had been a few years that he finally decided that public land uh, there in the forest could not be used for private use. Jesus. So, success again for the environment. That's fucking awesome. Go man. Wingari. Yeah. Um, oh, man, she just keeps being more inspirational. Uh, I mean, in 2000, there were a bunch of nuns who were arrested for, for protests. Uh, I think it was more environmental protests. Yeah. She wasn't part of that protest, but when she heard it was nuns, she just went to the jail and refused to leave until they released the nuns because she's like, these are fucking They're nuns. They're nuns, dude. They're nuns. These are God's wives. <laughs> They're God's wives. He's three guys. Yeah. And they have huge bush. So you're just going to keep them in here? Yeah. That's disgusting. You're not going to fuck them. They got a huge bush. Let yeah. Them out. They're, they're God's people. <laughs> she, she, spent, she spent like three days sleeping on the floor outside of their cell until they were released. Damn. Yeah. Um, so she keeps being arrested. I mean, this just keeps happening where where President Moy Sounds keeps like... being a dick. There's protests. She's a big part of the protest. She goes. She yells. She gets smacked around. She goes to jail. She actually ended up going to jail like 12 times. And it isn't until 2002 when President Moy, uh, which as far as I could see is due to health reasons, finally steps down. And they Kenya has a, an actual fucking election. Yeah. Which is badass. Yeah. Um, she ran for parliament. Um, she ended up winning in a district that was her wh- where she grew up in in Woo! in in uh, <laughs> the French Kenyan colony. Mm-hmm. Um, in two thousand four, she was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Nice. Bam. Uh, she's very excited. Actually, she spends a lot of time talking about how stoked she is to be recognized for getting that because, yeah, it's badass. She worked fucking work for it. She, yeah. Uh, and to celebrate, she had a big uh, celebration and planted a tree of all goddamn things. Fucking a. She planted a Nandi flame tree, which is endemic to uh, to Kenya. And I recommend you look it up. It's pretty cool looking. Oh, nice. Um, she's actually the first African woman to get. A Nobel Peace Prize and the first environmentalist activist to get a Peace Prize for environmental work. That's way cool. Which is badass. 
Um, she spent the rest of her life in the in the 2000s. She was a, a prominent UN liaison for everything environmental and civil rights in in Kenya and Africa. She was all over the goddamn world giving speeches. You can look up her speeches; they're pretty good. She's a good she's a good speaker. Very homely, inspirational goddamn lady. Got, Shit, yeah. A lot of stories. Many, 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 many awards. Um, she was given the uh, the actually one of the only people <laughs> in Japan. They have this thing called the Order of the Rising Sun. What's that? It's like a. I think it's governmental, but like royalty. Hmm. It's just commemorative. Okay. But she started a, a an environmental campaign in Japan called Motenai, which means why waste it? So that's like a whole other charity she started in Japan. That's cool. And they gave her praises for that. She ended up getting the, the Indira Gandhi Peace Prize. Whoa. She got the World Citizen Award. She has like... Everything. She Fuck. Has three pages worth of awards where the world was just like... Good fucking You're awesome. You good do fuck, good, good, good fucking job. The whole time while your president yeah. was being a dick to you, trying to kill you. And, and you didn't give two fucks. Yeah, fuck, dude. Um, so in 2011, she passed away from ovarian cancer at the age of 71. Bummer. I mean, yeah, 71 is still really good. It's honestly a good but run. cancer, fuck. Ugh. Well, and what sucks is that, you know, cancer or carcinogens are often, often environmental. She was trying to fix the shit. <laughs> right. But you can actually see there is footage of her like weeks before she passed away, and she looked fine. I think she was just so fucking just I gotta fix shit I before I go. A... Fuck! I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um. Well, the Green Belt movement, uh, as of now that I could find, has grown over fifty-one million plus trees in the world, and currently employs thirty thirty thousand plus women. That's cool. It's all over the fucking place. Um, in, in Nairobi, they have a whole school for her now called the Wangari Mathai Institute. If you want to go learn about stuff there. Yeah. If you want to go to, to, to Kenya. Um, earlier this year, that same shitty park that they were, not shitty, the same good park they were trying to build that shitty tower on. Yeah. Yuhuru Park. Uh, it was almost cut into again. They were going to cut it open to make an expressway. And there was a big public outcry where people used her image. Yeah. Where they were like, remember, we already did this yeah. with, with Wangari. So it took about a year and a half, but the protest got that halted, so the park is still fine. Nice. Bam. Um, I had, just because she's not she's not old, so I was like, you know, let's, let's see if I can, if you guys want to hear her. Yeah, yeah. You raise your consciousness to a level where you feel that you must do the right thing because it is the only right thing to do. <laughs> it's badass. So what I like about her is that she's not even like, uh, not like women empowerment, not go environment, not save the earth, not Jesus stuff. She's just like, do it because it's the right thing to do. Look at the situation and ask what is ethical and then do that thing. Yeah. Like, don't be a dick about everything. It's almost like she doesn't necessarily have um, a, a motive to, I'm going to empower. Just like you were saying, like, we're not going to, this isn't to empower no. women. It's not to do this. Those things come along with the territory naturally because it's the right thing to fucking do. But yeah. the goal is to just do what's what's needed. Just do the right goddamn thing. Yeah. Especially, yeah, a lot of environmentalism and activism can end up being more about vanity than anything. You're like, oh, I am so amazing that I care about the earth. 
or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or a lot of like hippie shit, a lot of feelings that are nonsense. She was like, these rural areas are suffering from poverty. And what we need to do to fix that is fix the environment. We need more trees to stop soil erosion, yada, yada. And she just logicked her way to being an environmentalist where she was like, they got a bunch of farmers. They need land to farm on and you're fucking it all up. If they can farm, they'll make money and it won't be so bad. Quit fucking up. Get more food, all all the stuff. Yeah. And that's what I like is that then once she got the organization going, she was like, okay, now that I have everybody in one tent, let's also educate them because they're undereducated and they don't. Yeah, they don't reach their own potential. She's so always thinking like bam, all bam, the bam, stuff. Bam, like, bam. You know, what makes people better when they're all yeah. more educated? So, well, yeah. when I first read about her, I didn't want to do it because that's an issue I have with the, with activists is they're often very self important, mm. where it almost turns on itself. Where they're like, "I'm saving the the world" or, what, yeah. or whatever. But with her, it was just like it was honestly an intellectual argument where she's like, "Well, these communities are suffering. How do I fix it?" Well, here's the Bam. thing: is she doesn't sound like she's up a, up her own ass at all. She went and got a great education. No, yeah. And then it's trying to solve problems, and yeah, by just like you said, logically breaking it down. I mean, she came to America, and she's like, "Well, they have problems. They got racism and shit, but they got some good ideas." And Kenya can be fixed. I just should be a piece of the solution. That's cool. No hippie shit. Just fix it. Th- that stuff's for later. Not right now when this stuff's important. We'll yeah. Do, we'll do hippie shit later. Well, I'll never do hippie shit, but... You love the hippies. Well. Hippies and nerd stuff. I don't like admitting that. I got a good joke, though. Huh. All right, so a bunch of nuns. And, oh, I like this. Um, a environmental activist and a bunch of policemen are in the same building. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It's not really a joke. This is what happened in the story, and I was like, this sounds like a so joke. That, so then the, the police beat the nuns yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the environmental a- activists are like what the hell <laughs> let them go don't do that <laughs> please like all right okay i mean if you yell loud enough i just stop okay i guess and then the nuns are like thanks i'm gonna get some jesus dick later and everyone's like yeah you uh-huh sh- yep yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yep get some of that holy ghost up in there uh, fill me full of ghosts fill me Fill me full of that ectoplasm. <laughs> Ooh, it's a scary, spooky ghost. Spooky. Well, spooky ectoplasm. <laughs> well, fucking go plant a tree, because we're going to. People at times are going to go plant a tree. I don't know, man. Trees are cool. Yeah, I don't even care if it's somewhere you're not supposed to. Just plant it. Go I didn't fucking ask. Yeah, go put in... Go Government? Plant it, you know, wherever you need to think a tree should be. You know, I doubt when Gari asked. She's just like trees drop some seeds here she got what would you say like millions of seeds Bam! she just started planting them all over the place and you could do it cool like dig a hole and then like dance around it and have the seeds in your hand like, yeah drop them like you're dropping the mic pow yeah you know there are areas that need trees probably i don't know i'm not an intellectual like her i can't just look at a thing and be like oh that's soil erosion and you know what that's fine if you just end up putting it in your own backyard fine actually trees are great because they shade your house so mm. they keep them cool in the summer. Yeah, so uh, this was badass. And I did not, not only did I not know anything about her or... Yeah, it's a lot of shit. Not really anything about Africa. It's, uh, sounds like all the awards she got and all the stuff she accomplished along the way. Fuck, dude. I can't believe I haven't heard anything at all about her. I don't think she's well known over here in America. We we need to do more Africa, man. Yeah, we need to do more everywhere else that we haven't done yet. Yeah, I'm fucking sick of World War Two. By the way, our next episode is going to be... <laughs> I can't help it. It's a request. I guess that's true. Well, if it's a request, that's fine. Yeah, and I've already done... I've already got the research. So. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I okay, I'm not sick of World War Two. I you never yeah. No. I'm an old white guy. But we I will live. be spreading out more. We know we've done quite a few figures during World War Two. A lot of them in the nineteen you know, nineteen hundreds, but we will yeah. obviously be spreading out more and more to other countries and other time frames. Yes, as much as possible. That's why yeah, she's perfect. Different country, different topic. Yeah. Bam. Let's perfect. get the fuck away from the Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> there's too many bulges <laughs> yeah and we talk about bulges enough as it is to Seriously. have a story based around two the bulge middle-aged white guys talking about world war ii is so self-masturbatory it kind of is, and then a huh? big part of it is the bulge like it's too much for me to be like i can't keep doing this <laughs> i gotta talk about africa i gotta get out of here I mean, i'm feeling a little too white i yeah. can feel it i need to be all super long clitoris and be something else yeah yeah jesus christ but i mean i don't know i'm also a little bit doubtful so, yeah, Downing Thomas. So, do you think? I mean, do you even think it's gonna work, or you just doubt that it's gonna work? I don't even know. I don't even, I'm not sure of anything really. Jesus Christ! Have some faith. Mm-mm. You're supposed to. No. The whole thing is. I'll, the whole thing is be like, yeah, I don't know, but I think so. I'll think about it. Maybe. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know how you're a religious figure. You're the opposite of what they want. Because <laughs> you're about to pay them money, and you're like, oh, I doubt if I should be doing this. Is there really a heaven? I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, I just take my money. I think is, they're just taking my money. Is maybe. Mary really a virgin, or she just sleep with a guy? Oh, God. She sleep with a guy. I, I, I doubt that I doubt that I... Oh, God. I like that he sees uh-huh. Jesus, and like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think <laughs> I've, I've ever read... three days. I don't know. <laughs> exactly, right? I don't think I've ever met anyone that I've also seen someone that looks so much like them that I'm like... Hmm. That's definitely not like that's definitely the person, right? Yeah. No, maybe not. Well, huh? Well, like I've never seen someone that close enough unless they're twins. I don't think Jesus had a twin, so he sees his face. Like, let me see your hands. Nah, show it's, me the scars. I, I love that the scars is what he's gonna look for after knowing a guy died and came back to life. Like, what's to say he was gonna have the scars? How did he know to even like? Yeah, how do you know that? He's like, no, you were dead last time I saw you. I'm accepting that you're back alive if you have the scars. Which it's not the crazy part that you're cause, alive. Because really, like in a modern context, like Wolverine, right, could yeah. survive a crucifixion, but yeah. he heals. There'd be no scars. Yeah. How does Thomas not know that maybe the scars are gone? Yeah. You doubting asshole. Right. Maybe. Looks like him. Sounds you know, just like him. This is weird. He should have just sucked his dick because he was doing that the whole time before. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's the right shape. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> scars, no scars. It's you. There's the lump. There it is. <laughs> oh. Should get that checked out, by the way. Jesus. Jesus. So this is, I think, the perfect way to end our episode. I don't know why, but it feels so good. Yeah, I'm sorry, Wingari. She was a Christian, but uh, your God is stupid. But you're you're, you're fucking awesome. cool. Yeah, fuck. You're fucking cool. I'll praise you way before I praise. <sighs> yeah, I'll praise you anyways, and then I won't praise. You know what I'm psyched about? Hmm. I didn't talk about that I found her attractive. Oh, yeah? I mean, usually we do that with women, and I always feel bad about when I'm doing the editing. I'm like, you goddamn cocksuckers. Just sure, sure. Shut up about the fact that women are cute. Like, we get it. You're straight. Mm-hmm. But now I'm saying it now. <laughs> and I can't. It's already happened. Yeah. It's already happened. That's all right. We're also human. I mean, there's only there's a certain point where... I know that sounds like a shitty thing to say. We're only human. But at the same time, I mean, like, it's okay to have emotions and feelings and stuff and say someone's attractive. That's all right. That's is, okay. is horny an emotion? 
<laughs> I think so. I mean, <laughs> how do I feel today? Horny. Yeah, I see. I yeah, see. you check the box. Yeah, you put the little square on I'm the face. I'm horny for a Kenyan activist. There you go. Click. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe. Hey, thanks again for listening to one of our podcasts. Be sure to catch our next one that's coming out. Thank you. People time. People time. Hey, click on the next one and subscribe, bitch.